0: Okay, let's start
1: the show. It's November 15th, 2012. Welcome to This Is Only a Test, the official podcast of tested.com. Um 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 I'm Will Smith. Joining me today, Norman Chan. That is a fetching shirt you're wearing today, sir. That's all I'm going to say. It's classic. Uh, how are you doing today? Doing okay? Thursday morning? Feeling good? That is today. You're, you're ready to bring, up, bring home this weekend? Smack it around? Oh, yeah. Bring a week away from Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's, we're into the pre-Thanksgiving doldrums. Uh, Joey Famelli, taking the third seat today. How are you doing, sir? Hi. It's good to see you. Ah, see you guys, too. See you every day. It's been a while since you've been yeah. on Yeah, you guys had consistent guests We've had a lot of guests, a lot of guests. So, um, so yeah, it's week before Thanksgiving. It's, it it is, I don't want to say it's a quiet time in the tech world, but it's the time at which everybody gets rid of people and things that they no longer need. It seems like, like it's the time to like all the albums that came out in the last two weeks are the ones that they're clearly dumping to get out before the end of the year that aren't very good. Slow time for music. Is it a slow time for music? Yeah, I looked at the music releases the last two weeks and was like, "Wow, this is really a horrible." What, what time part of the year music? is
2: a good time for music to be released?
1: I think like early, lead into summer,
2: maybe. I guess I don't. Yeah, summer is the concert season.
1: Yeah, now where like you want to nice. you release your album like March to May so that you get people stoked, so they buy tickets for your concerts in the summer season. In the fall, and then yeah. this is the yeah. second second lap the tours. Well, so right now, it's... The holiday it's, festivals. And it's a lot of, like, like shitty holiday albums, too. It's like the Polyphonic Spree holiday album and the Barry Manilow's 16th Christmas we, we album. You know what type and, of albums you're looking for. Yeah. No, no.
2: Man, I, the, aside from those awesome Polyphonic Spree albums, the, the shitty ones come out in the, I know,
1: the, the winter I know. And the holiday ones. but every, Everyone else. Continue right. hating the Polyphonic Spree, <laughs> man. I haven't shopped for music in years. Well, I just go to, I say shop for music. I go to RDO and look at the new releases list. But I haven't been to a record store. Well, I, mean, I guess I've been to record stores, but I haven't been to like a CD store in, in ages. I'm still listening to the Doors. What was the last CD you bought? That's not bad. That last CD? That one.
2: That was the last CD I bought.
1: The bong? I can't remember. The Doors? I don't know how to stop notifications from happening in Mountain Lion. They won't ever be quiet.
2: Uh, I don't know what was the last CD you bought. Uh, you
1: mean like actual physical? C- yeah, like physical CD. I I remember the first one I bought. What was yeah. the first CD you bought? Green Day Dookie. Wow. Yeah, That's pretty good. Mine was a uh, cover too. Mine what was drawn.
3: Yeah, had that. Had that uh, I think I had, the the had that nuclear poster. Poster. explosion. Yeah, yeah with explosion. all that stuff going around, like the little tiny
1: people. Do- Dookie the one with burnout and all the like the first radio hits, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. and like Kerplunk was before that with a couple going yeah. on. What an edgy band. Yeah, yeah. Green Day, third wave punk. Um, my first album was U2's Joshua Tree. My first CD. I bought some cassettes before that because I'm old enough to have bought cassettes. Yeah, my first cassette was the uh not the, club, the Wayne's World soundtrack with oh with, with Queen and yeah a bunch yeah, of other. See, I bought I bought the Queen. I bought um I bought Bohemian Rhapsody on like single CD or single cassette. even. Single cassette a ca- like the single waste of
2: <laughs> waste of plastic. You
1: have the the one song and then kind have like a slight variant of the song. Sometimes it would be a different. Well, because the Bohemian Rhapsody was the B side. At least with singles on vinyl, they're smaller
2: than the big ones. Oh, like the like,
3: EP sizes, you know? they're forty fives, right? Yeah. yeah. I used
2: to said a lot of punk. Sam singles. Goody, of, buy like some, EPs. buy some cassettes. Sam yeah. Goody.
1: We didn't have Sam Goody. We had a, this place called the Disc Exchange, um, where you could go in. It was like it was the first used music store I'd ever seen. You'd go in, you'd sell your CDs back for fractions of the price you paid for them new, and then you'd buy some new used CDs. Uh, and they would inspect them to make sure that they weren't scratched. It was very, very... Like, mm-hmm. when you would bring your CDs in, if you'd ever put them in a Discman, they could tell. They'd be like, this has been a Discman. We don't want it. A Discman? You know, like a portable CD player, because <laughs> it, it was, would be all was called a the evolution,
2: evolution of the Walkman. Yeah, it's a yeah, Walkman. A Discman. Discman.
3: Jogging
1: with those things with a pain in the ass. It was, well, you needed the buffer. I remember... A
2: five-second buffer.
1: But that still destroyed the disc. Yeah, I just remember pulling the big clunky thing, and... Yeah. And then, all of a sudden, Diamond came out with a thing that you could put... A whole album on on uh, Smart Media. What was the what was the card? The old pre SD card, Smart Media, right? Mm-hmm. Dark like, times. Was it like a zip drive, or no? It's no. a really thin, wide SD card. Hmm. Well, it was before. It was like it was like the cheap. So Compact Flash was for pro pro use, like like real cameras, and then Smart Media was for everything else. And everything else at that time consisted of cheap uh, digital cameras, meaning they were under a thousand dollars. And the two MP3 players on the market. Mm. So yeah, it was that's weird why time. you bought CD players that could also play MP3s. Oh, the MP. See, I entirely skipped the CD MP3. Yeah. Although my car does that now. I found out the other day. MP3 no CD players. Yeah. Are the best. Still relevant. <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, albums on seven hundred megs.
1: Yeah. Well, you, that's. I mean, that's what you do, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about news. Uh, a couple of big things happened this week. Well, Wii U comes out uh, this weekend, I guess. Is this on the, the 18th. It's on Sunday. Yeah, su- Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Um, Does anyone care? I, you know, I'm I'm casually interested, right? I'm not going to buy one. I didn't casually pre-order one. Casually interested. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> if somebody calls and says, hey, my Wii U is here, you want to come over and play? Casually yeah, I'll come over.
2: interested. Wow. It's like... Man, that girl looks really hot. Now I'm casually interested. (laughs) We saw it at E3, right? We did see it at E3. We saw it at E3, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Casually (laughs) interested. Well, that's that's like like the the faintest (laughs) of faint phrases. Well, it's like. If it was sitting in front of me, I'd look at no, it no, and maybe no, no, pick no. up the controller. Like It's
1: a real specific casually. amount of interest in. If it's, I'm sleeping, but, don't wake me up to come yeah. see it. But like I wouldn't walk to the other side of Target to see the demo station set up wow, at the Target. I wouldn't walk, no. to, wouldn't walk 200 feet to see it. But, but if, if, you, was, if it was in front of me... if you No, no. If you called and were like, hey, we're going to play Wii U games today at my house, I'd probably drive over. I, I'd not, I'm not even that interested. right? You
2: wouldn't, I, I wouldn't go to m- your I house? Wouldn't, I wouldn't make the trip. I, I wouldn't go downstairs. I wouldn't... I would not walk downstairs from to the living room if someone. Well, you know that 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 is the amount of interested I am. You would
1: you would you would walk
2: steps if it was already on set up set up. It has to be set up if someone was already playing something and needed a fifth person, and that fifth person they're willing to give up the new.
1: Oh, so you'd have to be the the tablet driver
2: too. Tablet driver, (laughs) and then I would make the trip from out of bed
1: down the stairs to play the Wii U. That is the level of interested I am. So, um, by all reports, the embargo stuff on the actual hardware and a lot of the experience stuff is still in play for this week. So, we'll we'll get somebody on hopefully next week or the week after to talk about the actual Wii U, um, who's actually spent time with it. I, I like I said, I, we didn't pre-order one. I didn't think they'd sell out like they have. I'm um, not interested. Has it been a big <laughs> mover? Uh, all the artificial? pre-orders are sold out, but it's artificial scarcity. Artificial scarcity. It's the same thing Apple does. Mm. Um, I, I you know, I th- I like the idea yeah, of asynchronous. I, I, I'm games. not sure it's the same thing Apple does. I think Apple has artificial scarcity or has had in the past. I don't think, I think be they have any more.
2: I, I think they definitely had scarcity whether that was artificial. I think they want to sell as
1: many as they can first weekend. I think Apple um limits the number of online pre-orders so that they can get people to line up outside the store. Okay. That is, is a, form, that of is a the, that form
2: of artificial scarcity. Yes, but I do not think they hold any production back. First weekend. Oh, I don't think Nintendo is going to do that either. As many as they can, as many
1: as they can make. If they can sell all they can make, that is a good thing. Given the financial problems nintendo 's Nintendo having right now, I can't imagine that they would be holding anything back. They're making as many as they can and selling them as fast as they can. Um, yeah, I like the asynchronous gameplay stuff. So there's a bunch of details that come out, and I'm really interested in the TV thing, like the the ability to hook into TiVo and Netflix and all that stuff and use that secondary screen. It's kind of more of a media hub. If that if that's implemented well and it works, then it seems really compelling. You Last know, thing I need is another controller in the house.
3: I just found that on, uh, on YouTube, on Xbox. The Xbox YouTube
2: app. <clears throat> I can play and control
3: videos from my tablet or phone.
2: Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's actually, it's, it's it's on Android. If you have Google TV, same thing. They have like an really? AirPlay. If, well, is this old news? Am I, yeah, no, I like no, no, to the no. game Google or? TV is new. The Google TV, uh, YouTube thing is new. Uh, the Xbox thing, uh, maybe not so new. Um, but yeah, they want you to be able to, on Android... Tablets and phones to throw YouTube, to
1: throw it. It's all part of your dream to, to be a TV. YouTube DJ. <laughs> YouTube DJ is the way to go. You can cue that up and, and gauge uh, the content. Have we talked about the YouTube the DJ? Have we not talked about that on the podcast? I don't know if we've talked about it. We should talk about the YouTube DJ. Have you,
2: about the U- have you heard about the concept of the YouTube DJ? Oh, yeah. Oh, you have? Yes. Yeah, we've talked
1: you about have. it. Okay, okay so explain what a idea. YouTube DJ is. Well, no at
2: worry. a DJ for parties, whether it's a. Oh, I hope this is your Yes. I don't think
1: there's anybody out there. Keep
2: talking. I'm going to go get the door.
1: Joey's going to get the door. Okay, Joey's going to get the door.
2: For parties, whether it's at someone's house, house party, some, some, some fancier house parties.
1: I think the concept or, is pretty self-explanatory. No, no,
2: no or, or at clubs, there are DJs who mix and usually right. have turntables. And there's usually a big screen or something up and there. You know, too. A lot of people are laptop DJs these days at parties. So someone will throw a laptop up and it is their responsibility throughout the entire party. Uh, duration of the uh the party to create a playlist i mean come come with a prepared playlist but also gauge a good dj will also gauge the mood of the party yeah whether it's you know things are dying down with a lot of people you know you don't want the music too loud because then you're competing with people having conversations and so a smart dj will not only provide a, a good soundtrack but also uh, tweak the soundtrack um for we've we've people doing that. There are people coming into the room. Yeah, tweak the soundtrack uh, as the mood of the party changes. Uh, I believe there is definitely a place for that in the video
1: space. Do you think there's a that is an opportunity for growth? It's a growth industry. I, I think
2: that a side task to also playing music because at clubs or in people's houses sometimes a big TV is on and people aren't going to be playing Smash Brothers or. Halo during a party, you want to leave ambient stuff on. So at bars, you sometimes have a movie playing... Uh, well, I mean, houses, for a while, it was a thing like, you have uh, the visualizations for yeah. music, like the the crazy 3D effects.
1: Well, and for a long time, like in San Francisco and like 10 years ago, that was a real popular thing to go into movies and there'd be into bars and there'd be a bunch of flat screens with either like uh, uh, martial arts movies or Asian cartoons movies or, or silent films, something that you maybe didn't something in black, something very visual that didn't require dialogue and stuff to follow. It was just something cool to look at when the conversation lulled. Yes. From, uh, for the loner to stand in the corner and look at the TV. Yeah. That's what go, I was used oh. to do. And then maybe as a point of conversation. So, do you have a name for your YouTube DJing business? No. Uh,
2: YouTube, I think the YouTube DJ, the guy, just like music, guy or girl, the DJ, goes into a party with a pre planned YouTube playlist of short clips, um, maybe with long clips. And you know, some of those clips could be music videos. So, I think you start off with music videos. And the music is the, you know, you have music and video, but then also intersperse in. YouTube clips, viral YouTube clips, or whatever the latest trend is, and so it it, are, it is there. There are points of conversation for.
1: So, people. so you're saying like it's opportunity to play old memes, like like kind of you can rickroll and I, then no, roll no, no, into no, something never, new. No, no, never, never rickroll. Oh but, no, no rickrolls. No no, Rick no, no, but
2: throw in a, a, a throw in the surprise gopher and you know throwing. So throw could in you mix? Laurus. Could I
3: have one browser playing Surprise Gopher and another browser behind that plane? That's the, the rickroll theme. With
2: the way YouTube works, the way AirPlay works, and AirStream works. Um, airplane and, and throwing stuff up, there's, you don't want to see the interface. You want, it, you want the, the playing to be seamless. So, just like a DJ would have two turntables and switch between them, you would have perhaps two laptops or two iOS devices and throw the room And so you queue things up on each device one at a time. You just write a, an app. And you know, if a video, and, and you know, YouTube videos, because you have the rule that the uh, like first third of, third of YouTube videos are usually crap. Yeah, you got to fast forward. You have you to get to the right point. Got to cue and it. So you are mixing. You're pulling samples of video throughout the party. So it's like it's like a girl talk album, but just video. But just video, and
1: hmm. and so
2: you wouldn't have like an entire like for example the uh, the uh, the ninja guy with the water bottle, water bottle ninja guy. You know you would have just the best shots of that and you have like some some, some
1: scratching back and forth and you where throw, he throw that cuts. up and then yeah. and then
2: you cut to the the guy with the switchblade and then the dancing the girl with the uh, katana sword but you see so girl talk oh.
3: mixes over is that what is that what you're saying or you'd be mixing over be
1: overlaying like layers and layers and yeah, layers yeah like could i have a song from yeah. one yeah oh, no, no
2: yeah video? exactly so one youtube video might have, be have great visuals but no one wants to hear the guy talking in front of the camera and the, you might want to have your own soundtrack. So you are doing many layers of mixing. But also you are paying attention to the conversations in the party. So do you bug so the room? You could bug the room. I think bugging the room or or you know, just awareness. And if someone's like gesturing something, oh, man, I know he's gesturing about some awesome video. And then you throw it up
1: like five minutes later. And, oh, man, that's what they were talking about. You, you, yeah. What's the name of the? We need to make a name for this business. Is it, is it no Rickroll? No, no, no. No Rickroll. They, I don't think
2: you need to. The name is way. I I think didn't
1: MTV do this with VJ? Is that something? No, VJs just they were just disc jockeys for music videos. videos. There
2: was no craft involved. (laughs) There's there's a social aspect and awareness, social awareness. There's a a meta culture aspect and and then technology, of course, because you're throwing videos up. I like the idea that you're. Sliding the video from your iPad to the TV.
1: The thing I think this is a real straightforward app. It's like a two window. You have like two windows on an iPad. and Each one is a different YouTube playlist, and you can kind of cue stuff up and mix back and forth between them. And there's a slider yeah. and all that yeah. stuff. Sounds yeah.
3: very Minority Report. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's yeah. what it always comes back to. Th- throw, isn't isn't it? throw stuff out. Yeah. yeah. So um. So yeah. We you. It's uh. If anybody wants to contact Norm about being a YouTube DJ, what's the best way to get you, Norm? Uh, I think that test.com. Okay, normanattested.com. I've not not experimenting with this yet. If so you're, if you want to be the beta test for start, Norm's yeah. new YouTube DJ Are business. you saying the,
3: the technology isn't quite there yet? Like, would you need this sliding? I think that the technology,
2: there's there's no app that I know of that would do this. I think you could bootstrap the technology that we have today okay. to make it work. There would be a lot of pre-setup involved in getting all the, the Wi-Fi set up. So I mean, you, you know, could have AirPlay working properly. Honestly, you could um, do it with like the TriCaster, right? That's two. Yeah,
1: can you, you pipe YouTube into the TriCaster? You can't pipe YouTube
3: in. You could pipe like web, you can, you, can you, pipe you, you, multiple you can, a, Apple TV streams. A in. network, yeah, yeah. Like, um,
2: hmm. But
3: that would be that, that would be a whole different thing. That be, you're talking about
1: being mobile enough to monitor conversations. And each, yeah, and and each each party would be a different place. Oh, different so you're saying you walk experience. around with like with like iPad minis strapped on each arm? Uh, no, like no, a no, your no, you're, you're, you're just no, walking no, around no, the, no, the no. conversation. No, you just gotta. Have situational awareness. Years. You need Google goggles. That's that's the takeaway from all this. It's almost time for the Google Goggles to come out also. When did not they say they were gonna get dev kits out in late 2012 or early 2013?
2: Uh, it is next year is the beta for developers. For the for the people who yeah. bought them at IOM. Uh, yeah. No, we, we, everyone's been at parties where someone's like, Oh, you gotta watch this video and
1: and, 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 and then everybody and huddles then, around a phone.
2: And then you <laughs> gotta huddle around the phone or it takes a long time for someone to be like, Oh, I gotta dig it up. And then people get bored because they watch like the first you Know thirty seconds and nothing's happening and like oh I have to, you know, this and then the person who decides to put it up is like oh man I feel really embarrassed because it's not <laughs> as awesome as I thought it was when I first thought of the idea to yeah. put it on the screen.
1: Yeah, like the Cobra Commander video. Everybody always thinks that's going to be awesome and then it turns out it's okay. I have a problem with YouTube videos and uh, when someone shows me at uh, like a video at
3: a party. The same way I have a problem with people telling me jokes. If mm-hmm. somebody says I got a joke for you, I automatically get into this mode where like oh, shit, I'm not going to laugh.
1: It's wow, like, you're a t- I, I don't know
3: what it is. Like I, I'm, No no no,
2: you're you're if uh, c- I'm ex- you're critical
3: It's, it's not that I'm critical, idea. like a joke could be funny, but I I am once you say once you set me it's up. A with, challenge. I have a joke, I just, like something about me huh. just goes into a mode where I'm like uh, now I'm expecting it. Now I know I'm supposed to be laughing.
1: It's almost hmm. like, just, like not a Do you do a fake break. laugh at that point? That's like <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it's a like a, I'll try to it's huh. funny. analyze it no for a No knee slap.
3: No, like I just can't bust out laughing if somebody says I have a joke for you. But if somebody says that joke and I, I'm not ready for it, I could be laughing hysterically. You're 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 a good laugher. Same thing with YouTube videos. If somebody says this video is so funny, and I'm watching it. And,
2: you gotta watch this video.
1: Yeah, have you seen this?
3: Something like that I can do. Yeah. Have you, hey, check this out, and I, I can laugh.
1: Good to know. I'm well, filing that away I don't for future I don't use. Know what it is. Um, the the best is when like occasionally you'll be watching footage of sh- stuff that we've shot, and like you just start busting out laughing for no reason. Like, oh me? Like the B. <laughs> yeah. like, we don't want to talk about it anymore, but just the B. Then, and then Will has to stop whatever he's doing to make the walk over to Joey. You know, it's a long walk because so, you have a pile then, of shit then, oh, between oh, our show, desks. show him what you're doing. Show him what you're I doing. I always feel bad when it's not that great, and I'm just laughing for a dumb reason. That's fine. It's a big letdown every time. Um, so, Wii U. Uh, it has the. We, we've talked about the controller. It has a screen. The controller has a gyroscope and accelerometer, just like a, mo- a Wii motion controller with the plus attachment, motion plus attachment. Um, it also has a compass, a magnetometer, uh, infrared sensor, camera, NFC, touch screen. It's resistive but not capacitive. Um, I don't think it has analog triggers. Right. That's the that's the the one thing that they've kind of left out. Two analog sticks, a D pad, four buttons. Two bumpers, two deep digital triggers. I think that's it. It's like it's like every kind of it's like a Vita minus the back touchscreen that nobody really likes.
3: This was the one with the
1: yeah. Okay, yeah. You so hold, you, you look around. You and mean and... the thing? You, yes. Make a hand gesture. It's the thing that you hold <laughs> like it's wide and there's a screen in the middle. It looks like a giant PSP, basically. But you can move it around and it's. it's You've got that. Uh, what is it called? Accelerometer, accelerometer and, yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Um so a lot of the stuff that we saw at E3 were de- or tech demos or like mini games from Nintendo Land which is the mini game collection um that I think comes with the high end the the high end bundle. There's two different SKUs, there's a $250 one and a $300 one. Um and the difference is the amount of storage on the device and the 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 more expensive one comes with a game basically. Um. So yeah, I mean, I, I'm interested. If you if you guys are buying Wii U's, I'd be interested to hear what you think about them and why and why how and how they were used in your Thanksgiving party. Well, they wouldn't. Oh, I guess they would be used in Thanksgiving because that was Thanksgiving was the big coming out party for the original Wii. Everybody everybody bowled with the grandparents. Yep. yep. Can't imagine the grandparents are going to be able to cope with looking up, looking down, looking up, looking down. Yep. Or or new Super Mario Brothers uh, Wii U. Um. Let's move on. Some sad news: Steven Sanofsky is has left the building at Microsoft um, effective immediately. Uh, there was press release released on Monday night or Tuesday. Monday night, Friday night. It was the end of it was this week? Yeah, okay. Seems like a long time ago. Um, and uh, so, Sanofsky is the guy who was in charge of started an office, moved to a bunch of other stuff, ended up being in charge of all of Windows, and is basically the architect for Windows eight um and windows 7 and windows 7 yeah it, like it, so jim Alton was the pre, was his predecessor in this position um jim was responsible for windows xp and and vista um a $500 million failure uh no $6 billion failure 6 billion dollar failure spent $6 billion on vista theoretically Ooh. um so yeah they uh uh Sanofsky kind of did more, uh, had a bigger role. He was responsible for a lot of the Metro stuff. Not the actual design, but he was the one that pushed that across all the product lines. Um, and, and he's out now. He is uh, – and also was famous for doing massive blog – massive short blog posts on uh, the developer blogs, the Microsoft developer blogs. Um, he is going on to pursue other opportunities outside of Microsoft. Uh, and will be staying as long as needed to help with the transition, but is going on Microsoft has since come out uh, okay, so they announced this in a press release at the end of the day. um the internet kind of exploded, and everybody was like, "Oh my God, what does that mean for windows eight? yeah exactly is this is this a vote of no confidence in Windows eight and modern um uh, Microsoft has since come out and said no uh it's between this is the this is the time that you leave if you're in that role because you need to do it between cycles. You can't leave midway through a development cycle of a new OS or else you you screw things up so uh, theoretically this was planned for a while um, I I don't know I don't know that that's the case I don't know what this means for Windows uh, Julie Larson Green who was um, uh, reported into Sanofsky prior and was responsible for a lot of the architecture stuff on Windows 8 is uh, is taking over and also ran part office. of his role hmm? and also ran in, in the past yeah um and then Tammy Reller i think is doing uh, some of the core engineering stuff i think is the is her role i can't remember the specifics on her
2: it doesn't really mean anything for windows 8
1: windows 8 is out it's
2: they're not changing windows 8 yeah uh, windows 9 has already been kind of announced we're expecting that in 2014 and we're expecting a uh, service pack they're i think they're not calling it a service pack but windows 8 codename blue uh, For middle of next year,
1: so it seems like they're they're trying to transition to an annual update update cycle on the OS. incremental updates. Twenty bucks, you know, thirty bucks. Right, it's, is, uh, it's, is that similar to what Mac does with yeah. their? Uh, it's kind of. I mean, OS X has had some some big gaps between releases. Like the the jump from Snow Leopard to Lion was, I think, two years, which was one of the longer um, time periods. They. Uh, I mean, the thing that Microsoft has wanted to do for a long time is get people on service SLA, service level agreements where you pay a subscription basically for Windows and then you just pay that every year whether there's a new version or not. I think the the move to $40 um, updates is the is the step in that direction for the OS. They're already doing it with Office. Like if you want to subscribe to Office, Office you can do that at this point as well. Um, can I pay for continued support in Windows 7? Uh, I think Windows Seven is, it has a ten year life cycle. Oh, perfect. Probably, yeah. So we'll be onto circular tiles by the time Windows by the time Windows Seven is expired. Rounded corners. Exactly. Um, are you scared about the Sanofsky thing, Norm? Nope. Are you a Windows user anymore? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I still use Windows at home. I love Windows. Uh, Nokia announced their Nokia. No- Nokia. Okay, so we should talk about the pronunciation because I asked people who work for Nokia. Uh, what the correct pronunciation is. They say that in every area of the world, the company names pronounce differently. The Finns, where Nokia is based, pronounce it Nokia. Nokia. Uh, the English pronounce it Nokia. Okay. The Americans don't pronounce it because they don't really sell phones here. I mean, they do kind of now. Nokia. But Nokia. Nokia. And I don't know how they say it in India and in Japan and China and the other places that they sell phones. But we go with the Nokia because that that's a, how that the Finns say it. That a prominent said.
2: joke in Transformers 1.
1: Really? When – um. When, I don't remember when, they, when
2: Donnie, who's out of his element, who's Donnie? Donnie well, Joe jo, uh, or Tetrero. Oh, okay. When he says, uh, "Well, he's he's Jesus. Damn. Or yeah, yeah, Steve Buscemi's Donnie.
1: He's he's <laughs> I was Like, there's no Steve Buscemi in Transformers One. I wish there was. God, that would made when, that movie. If he Jesus, was Zeus. If Shia LaBeouf was played by Steve Steve Buscemi, <laughs> what an amazing movie! <laughs> It'd be really creepy.
2: <laughs> that movie. Let's go creep on some women.
1: Staring um, at
3: Megan Fox. Oh, God.
2: Yeah, oh, fix my car. Oh. Bend over again. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Uh, when John Turturro, uh said, Nokia, or Nokia, damn Japanese. And then there's That was Australian the joke? I don't get it. Hacker Girl.
1: It's a Finnish company. Said,
2: they're Finnish. Oh. Because uh, the Nokia phone turned into a transformer and started going crazy. Huh. Let's give that joke a moment of silence to die. Yeah. Transformers 4, 2014, directed oh. by Michael Bay, starring Mark Wahlberg.
1: Really? Marky Mark? Yep. Is he As what? As Shia?
2: Uh, oh, whoa. No, it's Old Shia? Four years later after Transformers 3, and uh, same universe, continuing storyline, but not the same actors. No more Shia. La- Shia LaBeouf's arc is over after Good, because he was. So mm. they'll probably bring back, bring back Tyrese and uh, some of the other guys. Is Shia's but, parents going to be in there? Terrible characters. Yeah, they were. Oh, come on. They were the terrible. worst were, You could cut all their scenes out
1: of the movies. And th- the movies would be so much I better. I think you could make an amazing movie that's just their scenes from those movies. Okay. Really, really bad the, movie. The Will Smith cut. Yeah, super cut. <laughs> um, I, yeah, okay. Are they, keeping optim- are they keeping the voices? I don't know. Like, is Optimus <laughs> is it still going to be yeah. uh, well, so um, it was Peter Optimus, Peter, Peter, right? Peter. Weller? I feel like Starscream was in there, too, right? Not Peter Weller. The no, same Peter, uh, Peter, It's Peter something. Yeah, the voice of Optimus. Yeah, that was the that was voice of Optimus. Vo- Optimus
2: yeah. was the voice of Optimus. Uh, Megatron, they replaced with Hugo Weaving.
1: Oh, that's a good switch. Mm. Um,
3: okay. Oh, yeah, they're bringing Dinobots in the. <laughs>
1: what? In a, is that right? I, what? No, that's in the video game. You said dude. That. The Dinobots are in the, the video Dino- game. Well, if, if they
2: were bringing Dinobots. In the next Transformers movie, I'm
1: back on board. You get to play as Grimlock, but Slag is killed. Spoilers. I wanted, uh, I want, how, how about um, Beast Wars?
2: Beast
3: Wars the movie? Beast Wars,
1: live what, act. Was is it is just a bunch
3: egg. of like flat
2: shaded? I want, I want like, to see
3: the same 90s CG tech. Optimus Primal.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. Primal. <laughs> really? That's what they called him? Yeah. yeah. He was oh, the, man, well, well, Beast Wars. He was he a gorilla. Yeah, a gorilla. That's he right. was a gorilla and then there was Cheetah. Cheetah. Remember there's was a wasp? Were there cavemen the 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 oh, there was a, the the, the, dinos, the uh, Starscream character was the uh, velociraptor and he turned good he defected he was an antihero yeah.
1: well so the Stars. Dinobots always had to fight the insecticons in when in my youth no but no, these no. it like... was dinobots and the um what were the uh, the autobots called
2: like not mammals i don't know, I forget
1: well it seems like they were primates right no, the, the next, the, Was this in the past? Is that when it was supposed it to was happen? in the past. Yeah.
2: Optimus, real Optimus Prime, the one we know, was still buried on Earth along with all the other Transformers in the Ark.
1: And this is in the far future. Hold on. So in, in, in the comics, in, in, the, in the original cartoons, the Autobots were sent back in time as they transfer, came from Cybertron? Or did they just go a long time ago I and am, then were buried I, in the side of that that's mountain? That's what I think. I think Transformers in, mythology is I, rusty. From mm-hmm. what I gather... Really, I not look at the Wikipedia
2: page recently. The original Autobots were buried on Earth a long time ago and awoken. Like
1: crash-landed. Crash-landed, yes. And then a volcano or something knocked them loose of that something mountain? Like that. Because the Ark was embedded in that mountain.
2: In Beast Wars, it's in the future, past all that stuff, and they got sent back in time, and they couldn't disturb the Ark, but they had their own war
1: in prehistoric Earth. So it's basically like Terra Nova. With
2: transformers.
1: (laughs) With giant killer robots. Dinobots
2: and what? Maximals? Maximals. Are you talking about the Autobots? What they were called? They were the um... Animals. It's a great movie. I forget what they were called. Yeah. There was a there was a Cheetah. It was a decent show. I remember liking it. And then they changed the Beast Machines when they went back to Cybertron. Wait, what? There was also a cross Autobot Cybertron romance.
1: Wow, really? They're lady transformers? I believe so. I don't ever remember seeing Lady Transformers. In this Transformers. one, the, the,
3: the Wasp was a lady, right? Yeah. With their machine gun tail. Yeah. yeah. Or stinger.
1: Yeah. So that's...
2: Okay. I think this is a perfect time to use Google Search iOS to demonstrate oh, speed. Oh, no. We've
1: already done that. Of Google Search. I, I
3: like Nokia. I like that pronunciation. Nokia.
1: So Nokia is uh, rolling out... <laughs> uh, Hold on a sec. Uh, Nokia is rolling out their map service called here.net. Whoa. Rolling out an old <laughs> classic there. Um. <laughs> Yeah, it's called here.net, and and apparently I didn't realize this, but apparently something that has been eating at the craw of Nokia executives for the last ten years is that they had the opportunity to build what eventually became Twitter, like a service that that is Twitter. Um, and they and they whiffed. Um, so they're rolling this out cross-platform. They want it to be a it, like it, it's unclear exactly what it is, but it seems like they want to be a context-aware mapping service. So, um. Like I read four or five articles about that this morning. About this this morning, I still don't exactly understand what how it differs from say Google Maps or Bing Maps or Yelp or so they want to make it as
2: open as possible. They have iOS, Android SDKs, iOS apps, um, and also. But is it like
1: an augmented reality play? Is no, it no, no? no. Like, it's what's just the... here? We we think we have the best maps and the best data.
2: Okay, it's a selling point for Windows Phone, and now we're offering it for other platforms. So then it's
1: not a selling point for Windows
2: Phone. Well. They can't make it the only selling point for Windows Phone. They hope Windows Phone 8 is the selling point for Windows Phone. But they want to be everywhere because then you then you tied to uh, you know, their services. And they have turn-by-turn directions, and they have 3D, and they have public transit. Um, and you can try it out now. Max- oh, is it
3: out on iOS now?
2: Not out on iOS, but there's a website. Oh, okay.
3: You're right. Maximals and Predacons.
2: Predacons. Yeah. Because they were predators. Wow.
1: Huh. Um, Max. They're descendants of the Autobots.
2: Yes. This, this is right.
1: Uh, so other things, there's going to be an Android. There's an Android SDK for the Here.Now so people can build their own apps for Android. I assume. Um, HTC announced their DNA phone. It's a 1080p screen. How big is the phone? Five inches. So that means it is a crazy high PPI yes. uh, for 5 inches. Yes. Ridiculous. Inch 1080p phone. 1080p
2: screen. 1920 by 1080 pixels on a 5-inch Phone device that is so it's like a Galaxy Note basically
1: size, except, that's 5.5, I guess, except with a much higher resolution screen. So, what, what what is the why are they doing this because they can? Because they can. I don't, I'm
2: not exactly sure who's making the panel, uh, it has more P's. That's I, uh, unnecessary. I, I think we're at a point where um, we do not. I, I mean, the iPhone has a 4 inch, uh, 1136 by 640 screen, and before is 960 by 640. You know, I think 720p, 1280 by 720 is a perfect resolution for a phone that's around four inches. Yeah, that's four four four, four four, four five. Yeah, what what, what are you gonna what are you gonna do on a a phone that has a 1080p screen? You're not gonna actually get 1080p video. Netflix.
1: You no, know, well, I mean doesn't you can stream rip your own, but the 1080p. processor
2: probably can't keep up. Yeah, like you're gonna throw a 1080p. Are you, you going to put in a eight,
1: eight gig Blu-ray rep on the on the phone or right. twenty five gig? Blu-ray you're rep holding
2: really? it. The distance you're holding it from your face, you're not going to care unless you're pulling it like you know half a foot from your face, and then you have a a photo, fo-
1: a massive photo. What if you get that hat, the TV hat? You put the TV hat on. I guess you don't. And need then the, you have it's the equivalent to having an eighty foot screen, yeah. three inches from your face. Yeah, TV hat. It's the future. Um, what, what is it? What's the carry? Have they announced carriers and stuff for the US? I am not sure. Uh, it's a GSM phone, though, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, CyanogenMod—the website was was hijacked. This is a new thing. So CyanogenMod is a is a, a custom ROM for io for Android phones, or for a large, relatively large number of Android phones at this point. Um, it's a group project. It's the thing people work on in their spare time. There's donations to support the bandwidth and all that stuff. Um, I've installed Cyanogen on a couple phones. It's, it's basically if you have a phone that has a shitty custom UI, it's the best way. Or or one of one of the best ways to get a more pure Google experience on that Android button. And it supports many, many phones now. Yeah, from uh, like the original Nexus one and the original Droid all the way forward to, to current phones. But Cyanogen.com
2: was actually not owned by the team. It was Cyanogenmod. Cyanogenmod.com
1: was owned by some
2: guy who bought the domain and said, Hey, you can use it for free uh, and then he wanted ten thousand dollars. And then he changed yeah. his mind. And they said, We don't have that kind of money. We're just an open project, and so he said, well, screw guys, I'm deleting everything. So where does it go? Where does it point now? Uh, I don't know. I wouldn't visit the domain. Uh, they have reach, uh, If you want to find more information about CyanogenMod... It redirects to .org now. You should go to CyanogenMod.org, and that is where... What is this word, cy- cy-
1: Cyanogen? C-Y-A-N, like the color, oh, okay. O-gen. Oh, as in cyanogen cyanogen um it looks like it redirects now so maybe they have re- maybe they have resolved the issues um oh yeah then there is a blog post that was posted this morning that says domain situation has been resolved thank goodness um he agreed to hand over as amicably as can be and we did not pay the extortion fee he requested i added the extortion there um, we're using cyanogenmod.org as our primary domain from this point forward, and the dot com will be redirected. So you uh, you put stuff on your phone, right? Or do you use stock Android on your Galaxy Nexus? I use stock stock Android. Did you do? Did you ever do a sci- uh, third party ROM with your mm, with your droid? No. Hmm. Okay. Good talk. All right, um, so, so I, I put Cyanogen on the Galaxy S2 and the Galaxy S3. Should
3: I? Is this is this something? Uh, I since dabble? you're using
1: a Nexus, I wouldn't bother probably. But if you're if you're using something that has like a custom UI, it can be a really nice way to make your phone uh, not as janky. This is fucking
2: awesome. This is why Wikipedia is the best. Not only does Wikipedia have a page for Beast Wars, oh god, which is the Beast Wars in Transformers canon. It has a separate page for Beast Wars, the TV show, which is separate from the Beast Machines follow up to that which is separate from the page they also have for list of Beast War characters. Now, I'm on the list of Beast War characters right now, and there is a table, and there's a section for using this table. Because the table not only lists the characters, but has what their Beastmo name is, whether they were a Maximal or Predacon, whether they are in Beast Wars, Beast Wars 2, whether they were in Beast Machines, whether they were in comics, whether they were in the video games, and whether they had toys made of them.
1: Hold on, some of the some of the comics, some of the things from the cartoon didn't have toys made of them. Yes, but why would they do that? That's the names, crazy.
2: The names are amazing. So we had Optimus Primal, who turned into <laughs> Optimus Primal is so great. Silverback Gorilla. Then we also had Rhinox. let we can guess. Okay. Will Will, who has not seen this, Rhinox. What do you turn into? I'm gonna bet uh, rhinoceros. That, that is correct. Rat trap uh oh, I remember rat trap. i'm guessing probably a rat okay was okay i also you have to guess the animal and also whether he was yeah the
1: affiliation he has to be a decepticon
2: rat trap nope rat trap yeah. was really because he's a, a mammal they're yeah. pro
1: mammals okay Yep. cheetor that's got to be a, a that's uh a, uh a, 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 what are the choices maxima maxi, maxi- maximal or predacon <laughs> that's a maximal and it is a cheetah that is correct, and he was also the best character on the show. Really? Is that what was, Wikipedia was, says, or is
2: this your, your this judgment? Is a, this is a personal judgment. Okay, Tigatron.
1: I bet I bet Cheeton was also very the fast. Cheetor. Cheetor. Cheetor was very fast. Uh-huh. Did he, he cheat was, at he was, things? He was a spunky one. He yeah, was the, he was kind of, young, the, yeah. He was the bumblebee of that show? Yes, he kind of was. Kind of, yeah. Okay, what's, yeah. what's
2: your next one? Uh, Tigatron.
1: Uh, I'm going to bet it's a tiger... And probably a maxim maximicon maximal maximal. You want to get half points? I'm gonna give you half points. I'm gonna pull a Peter Sagal. Wait, wait, you wait you that was a Decepticon? No, nope, nope. it's a tiger, but a white tiger specifically. No, 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 no. T- oh, white tiger right. is a tiger. Since we're not really keeping score here, I'm gonna let it let it go. <laughs> All right, Air Razor. Uh, that is a uh, Decepticon. What is what, what? It was a Predac- Predac- Predacon. Predacon. Uh, an Air Razor. Air Razor was actually maximal can i get a spelling on this
2: a-i-r-a-z-o-r Is this some sort of bird yes like some sort of uh a falcon <laughs> oh perhaps? very good it's one of your favorite animals it's, it was a peregrine falcon that's not one
3: of I my don't favorite this animals guy at all
1: was he season two or season one uh, i i think i believe uh yeah season two,
2: season two I, so yeah. they're breaking
1: the mammal naming scheme by going with the bird and they add the on at the end of a, of a, of a maximal. Yes. Which seems like it should be a Decepticon name. It's so, very tricky. I'll skip a couple of them because we had Tiger Hawk.
2: And then there was... But that's some sort of tiger hawk. (laughs) It was a combination of the white tiger and peregrine falcon. (laughs) What? This is real dumb. Then there was Silverbolt, which is a a gray wolf and golden eagle. They transform into each other and become one? I think they combined. I think think we should just... just I think there were transformers. They merged together. Oh, we just transformed too close. Now we're stuck. (laughs) Now we're one. Like you're high-fiving and transforming at the same time?
1: (laughs) A a not very good name. There was Depth Charge. Uh, Let's see. Submarine? A fish, dolphin, a manta ray. Manta also,
2: ray, also, a is it
1: only underwater transforming?
2: Uh, I, I think so. Is he like the Aquaman or and the then, Transformers and universe? And the the Green Ranger of this show was is Dinobot. the Green Ranger a late addition?
3: Green Ranger started off as a bad guy. Yeah, came Ooh. in and then they kind of turned to him and he became good
2: and yes. he was mm. the leader eventually. And then he became the White Ranger. A Dinobot was a Velociraptor. And he was a predicon, but he changed sides yeah. to to be a Maximal. And mm-hmm. he was always outcast. He, he had a very slithery way of talking. Yeah,
1: yes. mm. he
3: was kind of a badass. I remember him being yeah. cool. I so, feel like
1: this might be the birth of a new segment where we just explore uh, a Wikipedia entry on uh, this. Is only oh a test. Oh my goodness! So
2: uh, on the Predacon side, the leader of the Predacon is Megatron.
1: <laughs> just <laughs> Me- Megatron. Stop. Megatron. So, was is he still a giant gun he or T Rex? I ain't gonna oh. turn into no beast. Yeah. Scorpinox. I bet that's a scorpion. Yep. Pterosaur. Probably some sort of tyrannical s- was a, t- a Pterodon. What's Pteranodon? a Pterodon? A p- yes, P-T-E-R-D-O-N. Yes. That's the one with the, the spiny top and, the, and mm. the, the mace tail, basically. Waspinator. I bet that's a wasp. Yeah. That's the one I was thinking of, that yeah. girl. It's a lady, lady transformer. And you know what?
2: There was a Starscream. <laughs> wow. Just Starscream? So just they just, Star just got Scream. sent back in time. Oh, because, because Dinobot turned good and then he needed a Velociraptor, there was also a Dinobot clone.
1: Huh. Wow. Now you know. We already have the art assets, so we're just going to make another character if give him a slightly now different you know. voice. All you need to know. About Beast Wars? About Beast Wars. I don't think, I think we... I
2: implore you, explore. I feel like I already page. knew before week, we started this. Next
1: Exosquad. Oh.
2: I don't know anything about Exosquad. Exosquad.
1: Nexus 4 went on sale and is already sold out.
2: Yeah, uh, this is Google's next Nexus phone, uh, made by LG, and uh, controversially, maybe,
1: uh, does not have LTE. Uh, so everybody here has LTE phones. Could you go back to a non-LTE phone at this point? Absolutely not. Nope. Joey? No. Yeah, I, I, I actually
2: often prefer LTE over Wi-Fi. I think it is faster than Wi-Fi in many circumstances like, for me. Like
1: faster than Starbucks Wi-Fi almost always.
2: Yes, and also even when my home, if someone's like downloading something or uploading something on my home network, I would rather use LTE. I default to LTE. I bump the Wi-Fi when I can't download files over 50 megs, like apps, app updates. Wow.
3: LTE sold me on s- smartphones because I, s- I saw people with the early iPhones wait. Oh, edge a long
2: time. Oh yeah, edge was like oh, yeah, just, just for I mean, edge 3G and 3G plus fake 4G. YouTube was not a like, you just yeah. could not go forever. back to HSPA plus. Yeah, but we have decent LTE in the city and. I know some places still don't have it yet, but LTE is a perfectly viable alternative to
1: well wired internet. So, I mean, the, the argument against LTE on the Nexus 4 is that right now it's a GSM phone. As of today, um, most of the most of the GSM providers are are still rolling out LTE. Uh, the CDMA LTE with Verizon is pretty extensive at this point, and and like big cities, there's 40 or something AT and T LTE cities now. Um, so, if you live in a big city, you're going to get coverage. But if you don't, then it may not be worth worth bothering with for you. Um, the other thing about the the Nexus 4 is it's super cheap. So it's 350 bucks for the for the base model. 300 bucks. Right, 350 bucks for the for the it's 16 gigs and 32 or is eight, it 8 and gigs 16, and 16? Yeah. with no expandable storage. I, I don't find that to be that big a problem anymore. For 8 gigs on a mm, phone? Eight if you're eight gigs taking is pictures not on a
2: phone. Not enough on a phone. I know they encourage you to store stuff on Google Plus, but for apps and OS and music Eight gigs is not enough. If you're taking a bunch of pictures, it's going to run out really fast. Or video, or or video. Um, so it launched with Android 4.2. Uh, it went on sale in UK, US, Canada uh, a couple of days ago, and within like an hour, it sold out.
1: Yeah, it went really fast. Um, so yeah, I, I think I think the benefit is at three hundred bucks, you're paying a hundred bucks more than you would be for an on contract phone, and you're not locked into the contract. So this is a good kind of mid season upgrade. But what what is the point of not being on a contract if you
2: don't plan on changing your carrier?
1: Uh, well, you get a, you get the upgrade, you get the upgrade price next time you buy a phone. So uh, if you're not planning, if on... you're a year into a contract and not eligible for an upgrade now, then paying three hundred bucks for something awesome versus six hundred bucks for something awesome is a pretty good deal. That's if you. I, I would argue, just don't upgrade your phone this well, year. That's the, that's the more responsible choice.
2: Yeah, I, I don't know how many people who are like, oh, oh man, unless they are mid-con they get, like they got suckered into buying a crappy phone, on, yeah. with the subsidy last year, and they really want, to, and this is a significant upgrade for them. Uh, I don't see why you would do that. Like if you had a galaxy, if you bought a Galaxy Nexus last year or a Samsung GS3, well, if you bought a Galaxy,
1: yeah, Samsung GS3, if is you bought right.
2: a Samsung GS3 or a Galaxy Nexus, which is about one year old, yeah. Now, uh, a little bit more i don't think you should pay three hundred bucks or three hundred and fifty bucks to buy a new phone off contract
1: right now, like I said that 's the responsible thing to do so Not I, should buy a phone.
3: I should wait next year well, yeah, you'd, you'd have you to switch to verizon yeah oh it's right
1: you'd have to switch off of Verizon to get the mm-hmm. nexus four um Nexus Seven cell, the the cell version, cellular version of the Nexus Seven,
2: it- of the Nexus 7 uh, including the and also the the, the bump up specs. So two hundred bucks now, you get sixteen gigs. Um, all those are online. All those sold out
1: very quickly. Okay,
2: um, I don't. Th- From all reports, the cellular version has like faster. I think flash, faster flash memory as well. Uh, on but no need to upgrade if you have if you bought Nexus Seven. Even if you have the eight gig one like I do, it is still perfect. It's fine. Yeah, I don't take
1: photos with it. You shouldn't take photos with your tablet. That's the thing we've all learned. Mine fell. Is it oh, okay? Oh no, Joey! All your all your stuff is breaking. Yeah, you need to get. Case, you're an Otterbox guy. You need to get those big cases, yeah, those I super so. protective cases. I need that for everything. Um, it's good that you're the guy that handles all the expensive technical stuff that we have here too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kindle, a couple other things that are shipping, the 8.9-inch Kindle Fire is shipping now, as is the iPad Mini with cellular modems.
2: I don't know who is going to buy that 8.9-inch Kindle.
1: Uh, I think people who want the nice one are going to buy the 8.9-inch Kindle, and then they're going to realize that they made a mistake because it's big and heavy. What's, I, the,
3: what's the size of the Kindle now? Uh,
1: the well, the Kindle Fire is a seven-inch tablet. Seven-inch
2: tablet, yeah. And uh, the Kindle Fire HD is eight point nine inches. Yeah. Uh, still relatively
1: cheap compared to a full price iPad. Um, and you get the, the two hundred fifty megas of data if you get the one with the modem for five hundred bucks. So that's kind of interesting. Sure. If you if you are,
2: I think it's a very small market. I don't think it is a. It, while they say it is a mass market play, I don't think
1: it is. I think I think the mass market play enough. is the seven-inch tablet, not the eight point nine-inch tablet.
2: Yeah, I, I think uh, going a year from now, and it's one of the reasons that, like, for example, that the Kindle Fire sold well, mm-hmm. uh, both because of price and because of portability. Uh, it's one of the reasons that the Nook Color has sold well. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the, a device that I actually see people use uh, mostly for reading. You see it on see the them, train. Yeah, a lot, a lot of people reading. They, they like the backlit screen. Um, and like we said before, um, iPad Mini that size and that weight, and Nexus Seven. Those, I mean, Nexus Seven has been selling, selling extremely well for Google. Uh, two years from now, majority of tablets
1: are going to be that in that, in that space. Um, size, I, I think. You're, I think that's right. Uh, new IMAX delayed until twenty thirteen, possibly uh, at least the twenty one inch one. It seems like from, from the reports I read. Uh, apparently, there is a problem with the friction. The much touted friction stir welding. Do we know what friction stir welding is? is no, that, no, no, no. Is that like it's how they attach the front to the side and the back? It's how they made the new IMAX so thin. They actually mentioned it in the in the press conference and in the launch video and all that stuff.
3: Friction tear stir
1: a stir. I don't know where the, where the <laughs> stirring comes in, but I assume that they just maybe they just get the two things moving in a circle so fast that it heats up the metal to the melting point and then bam. That doesn't seem right, and that didn't work. <laughs> They're having trouble getting it to scale. It seems like Uh-oh. so, yeah. So um,
2: I, I, you know, it was in the Apple Apple Store uh, a couple weeks ago or last week, and the the iMac section was empty. Who is the iMac for? That's for the casual. I think the me, iMac right? is for
1: people who want desktop computers. Yeah, I mean, it's if you don't need if you don't need big storage. A lot of people
2: work off of a lot of people who want to buy Macs as opposed to. Uh, PCs, like who want to use Mac OS for design work, so the quote-unquote creatives, uh, and and they don't need a Mac Pro, they buy iMacs for their Photoshop
1: and so so like like, uh, people who have who won't need big, big, like Dave Dave is a graphic design graphic design. design So who's the Mac Pro for now at this point?
3: That Final Cut Seven is just kind of say, dead in the water. I don't.
1: They haven't updated that in a lot. Joey, I don't think there's
3: anybody you, for the Mac Pro. I'm sorry. Do you think that that the Mac Pro line and, and just Final Cut Seven, they're just it's
1: just slowly. This is a a dying. You're thing? saying you think you do you think you're a dinosaur? I mean, yeah. If if you, if you were a DinoBot, which DinoBot would you be? <laughs> Sludge.
2: Um, I, I think you're right. I think. Uh, the uh, the software is making more use of the those desktop CPUs as opposed to server CPUs, and the advantages of the Mac Pro uh, graphics, so non-native, non, uh, non using discrete graphics, and also storage and, and multiple of, CPUs. And I think the multiple CPUs are less relevant now. for Well, yeah, because if you can put work. if you
1: can put a six or eight core CPU in, then all bets are off. And
2: right? storage, it's going to be chain Thunderbolt storage. Mm. So eventually, they're just going to sell IMAX with really nice screens, and then sell you a bunch of accessories so you can have all that stuff. I mean, you can't well, have external discrete graphics on Thunderbolt. You can't have tons of storage, daisy
1: chain because it's the, all that PCI Well, stuff, in theory, it's just external. It's still one channel. It's still a, it's still external Thunderbolt. is still a, a paltry. I'm saying right now amount of bandwidth yes, right, compared right now to it yeah, is. but it, I mean you have the full light peak yeah. potential the the point of the point of the iMac I think is that they they need to sell a desktop computer but most people don't want to have a big tower, yeah. and most people also don't need the the power and the storage and the speed on storage that you get by having a big tower, and I think that's it. I mean I think that the workstation as over the last ten years the workstation market has collapsed from people who do photo editing. Those people went away because you don't need you don't need a workstation to do that anymore. And audio editing kind of has moved away from that. And so you're on further and further down the chain until the people who are doing workstation stuff are like 3D modeling people and video editors and people who move massive amounts of data. And even
2: I think even the IMAX, you know, as, as thin and light as they are, they are I think thin as new design is. They are not less uh, for workplaces and more for homes. Uh, I think. Apple would rather, instead of selling businesses, iMacs, yeah. they'd rather sell them MacBook Pros or MacBook Airs, and then also sell you a cinema display. Hmm.
1: Like maybe. I mean, there's still benefits to having one always-on computer in the house that is like the central repository for yeah, yeah, yeah. for but, music but not, and videos not, and not photos. In space. And, not not in the office. I think. Well, I mean, there's always going to be a computer on reception desks, right? Because they're never going to put they're never going to assign the receptionist a laptop just because it looks bad that like that kind of stuff i think if you have i I don't know why i i I I, think a cinema display
2: i mean or a big lcd with a decent laptop plugged in is fine for reception i mean reception receptionist is not going to take their work home right on the laptop
1: right so yeah anyway uh delays on that potentially it's all rumors single source rumors right now so it may or may not be the case um uh but speaking of other things that are uh rumored blackberry 10 uh the the 10th version of the blackberry os how did they get uh, what didn't, were we just talking about blackberry 6 a few months ago seems like maybe i just was reading a bunch of headlines this week as we were recategorizing data um blackberry 10 is launching after ces in february yeah is this the last, the last chance
2: is, there is no last how chance. many last
1: chances have we had for blackberry so far
2: as many last chances as there have been, more last chances than there have been for Android.
1: Well, I think Android is past the point of last chances. I think, I think at this point, Google has the fixed the problems with Android, and it is it is a really solid OS. Over the hump, okay, yeah, excellent. BlackBerry, I think BlackBerry has not shown that. I mean, they haven't their browser. They have browser problems. They have, you know, the the thing that they do really well is email, and that's not enough anymore. Yeah, and you know what? Uh, it's it's not a
2: uh, a sexist thing, but a lot of people I talk to say that, you know, if you have longer nails, such as many women do, you cannot use the touchscreen very well. Hmm. So, people with nails... I li- like like think the physical,
1: physical keyboard. keyboard would be, have the same problem. I guess you can match it with your nails. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like it would really hurt. Hmm.
2: Depends what the resistance is like. I mean, you go back to that old Balmer video um, where he's interviewed right after the announcement of the iPhone. And... Talks about how he's like, one, it's a, it's, these are two reasons the iPhone's going to fail. One, it's a $600 phone. It's the most expensive phone, not realizing that that's unsubsidized. Yeah. And that six months later, they would drop the price down to 200 bucks subsidized. It's, it's
1: a ridiculous $600 phone. It was, a, it was they, a year before they did that, wasn't it?
2: Not a year. That's why we really? all got the, the 100 buck gift card from Steve Jobs. Oh. Uh, because people are pissed. Early adopters are pissed. And two, he's like, and two, it doesn't have a keyboard. So it's a physical keyboard, so it's not going to appeal to the business customers. And so they feel very confident in the Windows phone strategy. And this is before Windows Phone 7, obviously, is when they're still running this Windows, Windows 5. Mobile. 5
1: and 6, And yeah. running
2: those, you know, HTC phones.
1: Well the, okay, the keyboards, so in fairness, he was right about it taking a long it took a long time for the business user to adopt uh, I think that was uh, not because of the keyboard that was because of services well, it was both it was because of a, a lack of exchange support and and the keyboard I mean the keyboard if you if you think back to when you had an iPhone in the first two three years, the first thing everybody who hadn't used an iPhone asked you was how do you deal with the keyboard and the answer is there it is, turns out it's okay it, it's fine yeah. and
2: the productivity aspect of that bounces out because you are. More able to receive email and and read your email oh, yeah. than you were on a you know smaller screen with a physical
1: keyboard. Oh yeah, I mean I'm not it I'm not disagreeing with Net you. Plus, um, for business. So yeah, February. If you're a BlackBerry user holding out and you're listening, we to want this to podcast hear from BlackBerry for some users. Users. Yeah, why, I, why are you a BlackBerry user if aside from work, making
2: you know requiring it? So
1: think about this. So uh, Obama just got reelected last week. He's a he's an avowed BlackBerry guy. But he went into office in 2008, right? So, like, if he's been in a tech time, like, I think you go to the, you become the president, you basically hand over your wallet because you're not going to pay, like, you don't have to sign the check when you go places anymore. He still carries his phone, I guess. But do you think he's using the same phone he was using eight years ago? Is he like in a, in a, in a uh, in a in a time bubble a warp bubble, are you saying that's like going to prison? And <laughs> it's kind like, of like going to when, prison. You, when you go to prison. when you
2: leave prison, you like go to the the register and you like, give them your name slip, and then they give you a bag with all your possessions. Well, I don't and you, like, think you like, you like carry your driver's license around anymore. Does right? he carry a so wallet? Was, like, all his personal items, like here's your passport, here's your driver's license back, here's your yeah. blackberry. He's exactly. trying to get a
1: job at a supermarket. They won't hire him. It's not like he doesn't need ca- he doesn't need cash. He doesn't need his ID. I mean, who the fuck doesn't know that he's the president of the United States? George Bush was in office from 2000 until 2008. Mm-hmm. Think about that. In 2000, my computer was a dual, uh, like 400 megahertz uh, Pentium uh, Celeron, right, in a, in a janky A bit motherboard, and I was running Windows 2000. Probably in 2008, when he came out, Windows Seven. When he came out. When he came out when of office, office. When he left office. He <laughs> when walked out of a yeah. He came. He came into a post iPhone, post smartphone, like two years before tablets happened. Saying
2: George Bush was responsible for the tech revolution of the. <laughs>
1: I'm just saying. I'm just saying it, it had to be like coming out of prison.
2: <laughs> I don't know. I don't think it was isolated. From I bet he things. didn't know how to use the internet going in. Uh, yeah. Uh, the president is obviously allowed to
1: use the internet. No, right? no I, like but Barack I bet, Obama got an early iPad from Steve jobs. Yeah. But okay. So uh, he's a little bit different. Te- he's a little more of a technically savvy dude. It seems like, but I bet that I bet that like George Bush could have gone into the internet, uh, into office in an AOL world. Like, a Right. So yeah, when, when, noises. When he left and comes left out
2: office, he was given his AOL aim screw name back. Right, it's it's time to use right. four
1: hundred thousand free hours. <laughs> right. And he picks up the picks up the mouse and is like, a, a, you know, he doesn't know how to use the mouse. A keyboard touchpads weren't a thing then. It's a dramatic change. I don't think his,
2: I don't think he still uses those things. I think he's accustomed to a lifestyle where he doesn't You think he has, has people no who use computers for he him? He has no care. George Bush does not need to be on the internet do you think, or do does he necessarily want to be on the internet? He and George Lucas probably laugh about not having to be on the internet.
1: So Gina Gina used to work with somebody a long time ago who had their emails printed out for them <laughs> and then they would like write the response on the paper and hand it to the secretary and the secretary would, would type the awesome. response and send it back. There are services for that. Really? Yeah, for old people. I would totally pay for that. That would be awesome. That sounds terrible. <sighs> I dictate. Take a note. Okay. Uh Tesla S car of the year by Motor Trend. Motor Trend car
2: of the year. Uh not just because it's a electric car, but because it's turns out it's a great car in
1: general. Is Motor Trend car of the year a thing that matters? I mean, they I have a history so. of giving like making controversial choices to get headlines like and Nobel sell copies. Yeah, but I mean, they're, they're in the business of selling magazine copies, right? Theoretically, sure, or and and
2: website stuff.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, they're not going to pick. Are they picking the best car or the most interesting car? What's their criteria? I think both. I think the car that's the most relevant and the best car. I think the best car has yeah. the Prius ever been car of the year? No, God, no. I, I, I don't know. I got Android four point two. Hey, oh. congratulations! Yeah, installing now. Installing your Galaxy Nexus.
3: What was their car last year? What was what's, I? i going to find last, out. Like, yeah,
2: no, to Wikipedia.
1: <laughs> This week's episode is brought to you by the Wikipedia entry for Motor Trends Car of the Year. Um, Is this the
3: first electric car?
1: Probably the first all-electric. I mean, there's not that many
3: all-electrics.
2: What was Motor Trends Car of the Year for the past 10 years? Oh, boy. Oh, jeez. It's going to overwhelm her. It just took me to Wikipedia.
1: (laughs) Well, you knew that was going to happen. Um, while you're looking that up, let's talk about Google Fiber, which has started rollout oh, in I got, I got City, the City, Missouri. I got the list. Okay, so give me the list. Reverse sequential order. You know what?
2: This was, you, you might be right. That it's not necessarily the best car. could also be the most it's, relevant.
1: It's going to be the one that gets them the most magazine sales and page views. So this year was a Tesla. Yeah. Model S. Last year was a Chevy Volt. Nope. 2011
2: was a Chevy Volt, which okay. I thought was controversial. Is Volkswagen Passat was last year's. Car.
1: Passat? Passat. Oh, I the used to own Passat. Yeah, most of them. There's two reactions from people who used to own Volkswagens. One is a kind of frowny lemon face, and the other is, <laughs> oh, yeah, I thought it was really great. Oh, I was driving that car, the head gasket blew,
3: stranded with a smoky car. So yeah, the Prius was a car
1: of the year in 2004. Yeah, it was. So they reward technical innovation, is what it seems like, or something that I am think.
2: not sure what the criteria is because you have cars like Toyota Camry in oh seven, Cadillac CTS, Nissan GTR, which is a people love that car. What was the two thousand eight one? Uh, Cadillac CTS. Oh okay, and the
1: Ford Fusion. Hmm. Well, the what? Ford Fusion is interesting because it's a, it's the re rise of the American car. It's the it's the Taurus Taurus two right, which is a massive huge success. Wow, this is worse than talking about sports. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> this
3: isn't necessarily a consumer report kind of thing. This is a, no, no. no. Hey, this is cool. This
1: is an editorial decision is based a cool on car. what what we think can sell magazines. Seems like so the Tesla, yeah,
2: is the new one. Yes, that's a new one. And you know, this is a Tesla's. I think I don't. I have no idea what their. I mean, their financials are like, and whether these cars are selling. But from our reports, because production is limited, these cars are selling out. Well, they pre-ordered
1: way way out. Still, way
2: out. Yeah. These, these, I mean, the Tesla Model S pre-orders were two years, two years ago, two three oh, years ago. Yeah, uh, and now they want to sell that the the Gullwing Falcon Wing doors car SUV.
3: What's the list price on these? Fifty.
2: Um, so uh, the depends Model on what battery S you get. Basically, was their sedan, and the base price was after the tax rebate because it's an electric car, uh, fifty thousand dollars. And so it's a luxury car and they go all out to, you know, put wifi in the, in the mirrors and have that giant 17 inch touchscreen. What's the
1: wifi in the mirrors do again?
2: Uh, so you can actually have cellular. It Uh-oh. gets all your service. Okay. In the car. Um, and you know, well, they, I
1: would have Wi-Fi mirrors if it gets cellular service. Cel- then.
2: Cellular the mirrors and okay. and uh, perhaps a hotspot in the car for oh, your okay. for your phone or something
1: for, um, for your tablet. But it goes all the way up to like a hundred hundred grand if you get the big battery and the total and package, signature right? package and all the you know the, the it's just like any car.
3: That's kind of what I see a Tesla as is somewhere
2: near the hundred thousand.
1: Well, but the the model I think S- they want to spell
2: that because I think fifty thousand is no longer in the dude who wants to buy a Porsche yeah. category. It's well, the it's the upper middle class. Car for the family
1: we hold on you got you gotta think about this because you, you grew up in in one of the most expensive places to live in North America in the vast majority of the country, a fifty thousand dollar car is hella expensive yes, like where I grew up, if you saw somebody driving a fifty thousand dollar car, it was probably a used Porsche, and they were probably like the the heart surgeon for the small town um, Of course, that was also twenty years ago. I think that most people. I I can't speak. You do not see America. the the majority of like I, the I ratio think, of old cars to new cars is way out of whack from the rest of the yes, country. Yes, and
2: and a lot of the, consu- uh, the consumerism is pushing people to buy new cars. Yes, um, I think most people when they go shop for a car look for a car in like the fifteen to twenty twenty two thousand dollar range. I, th- I would say under thirty thousand yeah, dollars. Yeah, thirty thousand is. Thirty thousand dollars is a BMW.
3: I would say thirty thousand right for families. You're looking at well, a dual three series. income.
2: Well, that, that's still a BMW. I know, right? So thirty thousand is like already a like high end for individual car. Well, but an individual's car, yeah. For families, thirty thousand for like a, a minivan, like a decked out minivan, that, that kind of makes sense. Fifty thousand is a high end, a luxury item. A, a, yeah, yeah, sure. It's, yeah. A, it's, a, it's a it's a Audi or a Lexus, right? But it's not a Porsche or a Ferrari. I
1: mean, the thing the thing about we well, get a Boxer for fifty grand. No way. Do they still sell boxers? Even yeah, they no started way. at 50, no way, 55. no way. Well, they used to. I don't know what they do anymore. The the point is here we have a different perspective because the cost of the living is so high that instead of paying five hundred dollars a month rent for a three bedroom apartment, we're paying twenty five hundred or three grand, and that skews the whole thing. Like the cost benefit of an expensive car is totally out of whack. Um, I think that Teslas are at this point experimental. Incredibly expensive cars for enthusiasts well, for the smart, and early adopters. I think it's it's definitely yeah. for the
2: you know the, the coastals. The yeah the the expensive cost high cost of living people paying five thousand dollars a month in mortgages and rent kind of thing. And and those people, you know, upper middle class in Bay Area, people who work for high
1: tech startups. Yeah. They, they are the market for they'll for, this. for Tesla. So so the interesting thing to me is when I go back east, you just don't you don't see hi, even hybrids. Like you don't see Priuses? Not very not very they're rare. Like when we yesterday there was so much space between the cities you'd think the gas mileage was really important. Well, but so the the Prius remember when it launched the gas mileage was much better in traffic city driving than it was on the highway. Yeah.
2: Oh, it was correct. normal yes.
1: nor, and that's changed with the last couple of generations but they they basically like you don't see Priuses. I mean okay, you see an occasional Prius, you don't see things like the Honda Insight. And and the Volt and the neon, uh, not the neon, the the Le- you never see a Leaf because it's a plug-in. Um, like the Priuses, you'll see a little bit more in kind of high-income areas, but it's an expensive car. It's a like with the stuff that you want on it, it's going to be a thirty-thousand-dollar car, um, and it's essentially a Civic or a Fusion or something like that, size-wise. So. For the
2: city, it's a commuter car.
1: Yeah, it's a commuter car.
2: Um, I I'm, I like the Tesla. I wish them all the best. Uh, I I want. To see more Tesla cars out. I know they were taking over the, the Fremont Numi plant uh, and they got the big government grant. Thanks, Obama. Um, so hopefully, the, 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 yeah, just to the be technology clear. from Tesla
1: and lessons learned from them. I mean, because just investing like, in this stuff is good. Yes. And, and it's much less expensive to run an electric car um, theoretically than it is a, a gas car, assuming electricity prices stay the same. Um, and there's other benefits as well in terms of moving pollution out of the cities and stuff like that. I don't know. I'm interested. I, I want to go for a ride in a Tesla. I think we'll wait five years and I'll maybe be in the market for a Tesla. Yeah, I mean at this point the Prius is ten years old. Think about that. Ten years. The first oh. Prius was pretty
3: ugly. How is servicing on these vehicles? They're still real ugly. Uh, I are, mean that's that, those are the people. questions, right? Well I mean for the Prius, now that the Prius has been out ten years, are there are there more specialists that can service I, I, a Prius It Seems and, like you take it to the
1: dealer. There's so many uh, toys uh, the dealerships. Time. yeah, dealerships. Right, I mean that's see as a dude who never took his car to the dealership. The taking the car to the dealership for service sounds terrifying. Yeah, pay twice as much. Right, or get the extended warranty and pay nothing.
3: I feel like I've lost
1: when I get to the dealership to service a car. Like I'm giving up. Yeah, that's the I that's cannot the market. Figure of defeat. this out and. <laughs> would you uh, would you take it to like a normal shop in the t- in the city usually?
3: Uh, there's a yeah, there's a, there's a Toyota. A uh, place that I get. Like a place that like a, specializes that, in Toyotas. That, yeah. and yeah. When I had my Volkswagen, there was a, a couple German guys who ran a garage that serviced German vehicles.
2: I would
1: never take it to the What
2: What Volkswagen. is your recommendation for finding a good service, local service place? I
1: ask everyone who has the same, similar cars. Like if you have yeah. an American car, it's no big deal. It's a
3: lot of internet searching and then yeah, asking. Um, yeah.
1: I seem to have found luck with people who also
3: have I have a Toyota now, so it's not that hard <laughs> to find somebody.
1: Yeah. Well, I yeah, I drive Fords. So, like, you just throw a rock and you can find four people who can service a Ford. I had an Eagle
3: Talon as my first car, and wow.
1: that was a very expensive. That was I, a really I, terrible car, too.
3: Yeah, and I realized that if I'm going to buy another car, it's going to be something that I can I can get
1: service. Is that the hatchback one, or is no, that the one that's like a sedan? It
3: looked exactly it, everything about it was a Mitsubishi Eclipse.
1: Oh, that's with right. With Pieces of like a Chrysler. <laughs> yeah. The, there was a Plymouth version of that car too, right? Yes, yeah. That was an even bigger piece of piece of yeah, shit. Yeah. Oh, those were bad cars. It's
3: expensive wheels, expensive
1: servicing, and I, that's what worries me about, about like a Tesla or a Prius. Is that? See, so the interesting thing is, if you go back to where I grew up, people are still driving those cars. Like that's where those cars go to die. <laughs> it's the graveyard. Of the, yeah, you it's, you, it's you. That's the Florida. It's ridiculous how how
2: many cars are sold every year, and how how many cars are retired in comparison,
1: and where. Car parts, go. You, like a Deckard style retire. You like psh, 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 <laughs> put the car out of its <laughs> well, misery. Go to junkyards, and I, I think you send I mean, it
3: back in time for.
2: How is that even sustainable? Something. What do you mean the I mean, growth of how hard? Where on the road? how
1: much metal do we have in the, in the planet, and how much space we have in I mean, parking you
3: see them all? They sh, they crush them down to a.
1: Well, the rest of the country isn't quite as full as as our part of the country as Norm. So. so Like plenty more. So here's the thing: a single. It's much more likely here that you'll you people have a single car in a household, right? So if like you're a young couple, you have one kid, one person works in the city, the other person works out of the city. You probably only have one car. I mean, we only had one car the entire time we lived in San Francisco. Um, It's only when you get out in the burbs that you need multiple cars. And when you get out to like where my parents live, people usually have like a car that's just the shit car for hauling the dogs around and and going to get stuff at the at Home Depot or Lowe's or hauling loads of dirt or rocks or whatever uh, probably a pickup truck. Is this what goes on over there? Yeah, that's what they do. Um and then the rest of the then and then you have a nice car that you use to drive around and then you usually have something that's in between. It's like you're So usually people have three or four cars even if they car. don't have kids. Yeah. Like, like my so my parents have a car that they'd use to drive back and forth between Tennessee and Virginia cuz it's 400 miles mm. and you don't want to have a 15 mile an a mile a gallon car to do that but then they also have a truck that they use to haul um christmas dirt trees and, no christmas trees dirt and rocks and shit like that it's, you know we have fewer cars here even though uh, partly because of the parking problem uh, let's talk about i it's not because of our good public transportation yeah no, 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 no muni um, do you want to talk about IE 10 in Windows 7? It's out. Yeah, I, I think uh, I, I,
2: I want to use it. I want to see how IE 10 works with touch in Windows 7. Um, I'm using IE 10 a lot in Windows 8. Really? Because it, On the yoga? On, yeah, because it's the only one that supports multi-touch right now. for, uh, for Accelerated pinch to zoom and all that oh, stuff. Okay.
1: Um, Spotify released a browser-based web app. It's a rumor. It might be live by now, but I, I'm all for this. Um, uh, why a
2: web-based app so you can listen on desktop without using all that memory with a standalone app?
1: So, like the RDO, the RDO standalone on at least on Mac, which is where I use it most of the time, is quite nice and very light. It seems like. So you're saying Spotify is a hog?
2: I think Spotify is quite a bit of a hog on both okay. PC and Mac.
1: And also, if you just want to stream on a on a separate computer, you don't need to download the client. That's true. Yeah. There's something to be said for that. Um, Google announced this thing called Ingress. Which is? Do you remember Majestic? Do either sure. of you remember Majestic? Yeah, the game. So Majestic was an EA game from what, like 2003 or 2004, maybe, where they called. 2000. It was earlier than that.
2: 2001.
1: It was when I was at Max PC, but it was not very not. early thousands. Okay. So the idea was, it is a, like an alternate reality game, an ARG that interacted that the there was no game client you downloaded, nothing you logged into. Uh, the entire game took place with <laughs> email and fax and text messages, and maybe browsers. text messages, web browser, uh, like kind of hunting on the web. <laughs> uh, and they built this whole kind of like a whole series of, of fake companies and EA sites and stuff you, like that. You know, ARG. Basically, yeah, it was 10 bucks a month, maybe five bucks a I month. I can't remember. Monthly. You had to pay for it. Um, but it would call you at all times of night and day. Like like basically <laughs> it was like – it was like this corporate espionage kind of um, like, like, you know, kind of, hey, there's a secret government conspiracy thing. And so the characters in the game would call you and be like, I can't talk for long but somebody's chasing me and I need you to blah, blah, blah and go to this website. And you'd go to this website and then you'd see like a streamed – shitty streamed video with like real media video or something. And it would be like the person in the phone would say – I just, they're almost on me but you got to go and do this and then then like they'd hide clues out in the real world so you'd go find stuff taped up underneath phone booths and no way they didn't yeah. the real world <laughs> they had stuff in the how real world how they scaled that in small towns they didn't scale in small town people were fucked oh you you would communicate with people who lived in big cities and tell them like go this, fly to new york city yeah exactly there's a subway it seems like they were at 8th and something in new york or san francisco or wherever um anyway it was a huge failure massive massive failure because it didn't didn't it ended up costing a ton of money for them to run and nobody wanted to be like conceptually the idea of the video game calling you at two o'clock in the morning with some urgent message is really cool except for it's always a day that like you're 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 up late working or you had to be up early for a meeting you be like oh fuck, i'm just not in the mood fuck slam the phone down or worse you'd be out of town it was before everybody had cell phones really so the fo- the game you didn't like give the game your cell phone number you gave the game your home phone number cuz you didn't want to get waste your minutes on the game <laughs> so then what would happen is you'd be out of town at e3 and the game would call your wife and be like they're killing me they're taking me <laughs> apart from the inside i'm dying help 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 and then then your wife is super freaked out so that was not good um, ingress it sounds kind of awesome it was it was, it was rad like it was such a dumb awesome idea <laughs> Um, it's something I don't think they'd ever do now but but Google's doing the same grass thing which is kind of the same idea um it's like a it's like a real world ARG that runs in a phone app uh basically you you have to go places and hack servers that are in physical locations um and and then things happen in the game based on that and there it seems like there's two factions there's resistance and then there's the man uh so you can either be on the good team or the, resi- or the 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 resistance or the establishment uh and it seems like you have to actually go to places to take part in this so like but because it's distributed and because google is doing it it'll just be cycled around map data and stuff like that uh it seems very similar to this iOS game that came out earlier this year called Shadow Cities or maybe last year that was kind of the same thing uh, but ended up it ended up fading out really fast because nobody was really into it. So I'm interested to see what's happening with this. Uh, I think Google announced it on Tuesday. Um, and If you want to check it out, it's called Ingress. I n g r e s s. Um, I'd be interested to hear what you guys think. And then uh, a couple of small things. Virgin America loses a ton of money every day. Yeah, apparently, it's, it's
2: disappointing. You know, there might not be Virgin America in like two years. Oh, um, back to back to the old South I know. Southwest can we go back? Delta. So. I'm going to madden that and get a big giant bus. Virgin America obviously spent a ton of money uh, cultivating this experience that they they claim Those and purple lights are cheap. Uh, that is superior to tr- traditional airlines, um, United, American, Southwest, which is kind of like the,
1: the Southwest the, the, is not a South, traditional airline.
2: Southwest is the cheapo, the Greyhound of it's the, the sky, bus. Yeah, right. Uh, no first class or anything. Um, and no assigned goes, seats. Is, Virgin goes for the yeah. premium experiments, or experience, uh, with the kiosk to the, the in-flight service, you know, and, and lighting. The and, people that are friendly and nice and happy to see you. I would completely be okay
3: with giving up all the kiosk stuff, all those little the TVs behind the seats. Yeah. like it's all about. For, for like Virgin to me is like, yeah, the it's just it's a pleasant you know experience.
2: Honestly, it smells better. Mm, yeah, it's just cleaner. People are nicer. The cabins are nice. Yeah, the cabins are nicer, but they are not. That much more expensive, in my experience, than flying. They're South not B- now. frequently. They're not more expensive at all. Which I think, if they're going to have a premium experience, I, I think because airplane tickets, airline tickets are so non-elastic. Pricing wise, pricing wise, if they go up in price just a little bit, people search by price. They yeah, don't care about price a lot, even if it's 10, 15 bucks, twenty bucks. Because when people travel, the fl- the flight is not part of the travel. Like you're not spending money on the Well
1: when you make flight. the travel budget, usually you look at the cheapest available flight and that's what you say you, it's going to cost. When you travel, the yeah. the flying
2: part, the transportation part is the part you want to get over with as soon as possible and it's not part of the yeah. experience. And because they improve they they have a decent experience. Like I I like flying on Virgin. I, when I travel on and you fly Virgin, that is when You don't always begins. fly.
1: but when you do, you, you fly Virgin. Um the thing that I think is the problem with real airlines is the people. I think that's the difference with Virgin is they price it just a little bit more so people who care will pay the money. But the problem with like United and American and, and the and the mass market airlines is that the people who fly on those don't fly very often. So, you end up with the people, the dude who has like two fucking enormous carry ons and he's like trying to wedge it in and it very clearly is not going to fit. And then it goes sideways, taking up somebody else's carry on space. Or the people who the first thing they do when they get on the plane is rear the seat back all so the way. So, you're saying you, you, you like Virgin because there are no chuds on Virgin? No chuds. That's why I like Virgin. Mm. I think the chuds are the, like, I will happily pay more to not be in the chud section. Well, I don't think enough people are happy to pay more.
2: To make it worth Virgin's while to sustain itself as a as a as a top,
1: I worry airline. that they're going to make changes to their to their systems that make the airline more chud friendly. Light. Like I, have, have I, like a, a downgraded service with no here's lights. Here's the fine: I don't need the purple lights. You're right; I don't need the seat back entertainment shit because I have an iPad. I don't need um I don't need to be able to order stuff online. I I love Boing Boing TV. Don't need that. All the stuff that they pay money for that's unnecessary can go. Um, I just want no chuds. That's all I ask. No satellite TV? I don't need satellite TV.
3: There's a part of me that feels that like all of the airlines are kind of on the. <laughs>
2: they're always oh, in it, trouble. It's, it's a tough <laughs> business to be in because yeah. gas is so expensive and people aren't. They don't want to pay that much. They, they don't want to pay more than they thought they did pay, you know, uh, 10 years ago. They don't want the price of airline tickets to fluctuate as much as gas prices do fluctuate. Um, and a lot of people are stuck with the airlines they like because business pays for it, or because they have miles. Stuck in that, and then also it's, it's actually a lot like cell phone carriers or cell phone the cell phone business. They they really are at the mercy of the airports.
1: Uh, and, kind of, yeah. And where
2: they have terminals.
1: Well, no, they, those gate arrangements are those gate contracts are really long term and, and exactly well established.
2: So it's like it's tough for Virgin to establish new lines of service yeah. between. Two places. Well, especially like-
1: big hubs. Like it's hard to get into Chicago and Atlanta and Dallas because those are all owned by uh, United and Delta and, and Delta yeah. and, and Continental, Seattle, San Francisco. All those are hard to break into. So, yeah, uh, I hope that they figure out how to make more money without being mean and awful people because that's the, ni- the nice thing is not getting on those airplanes and being sneered at by the uh, in flight crew. And that'll do it for news, unless we have anything else. Anything else has come up, any breaking news? I do not believe so. Well, let's, uh, let's play some music and then talk about what we have been testing. Ooh. Nor- uh, Joey Famiglia is testing uh, uh, Android 4.2, it looks like. Yeah. You have left and right notification bars. I do, it. and I have something that goes, oh, wait a minute. I like, the- I like the left and right notification bars. I don't know what that is. Oh, you have the
2: new user accounts. Can sign into different user accounts. That's crazy. Oh, really? Yeah.
3: And my clock looks different.
1: Yeah. Wow. Okay. Android four point two. It's awesome. Uh, we said it heard fair fair. Uh, Norm, you've been using the Lenovo Yoga. Mm-hmm. A still, fair amount. Still this
2: week. like it a lot. We're still so we're not, not time in our shooting schedule to do a proper quick look yet. But so I'll continue continue using it as my primary home computer. But you like uh, it. I do like it. Are you playing games on it? I am not playing games on it. I have, have tried playing games
1: on it. How'd I that not. go? Eh, I'd take them too much of the space. Um, you got the 128 gig version?
2: That is is hundred with only about 100 usable. Okay. And then minus Windows, minus all other stuff, but 80 usable.
1: Oh, oh, so it's 100 gigabytes of partition available to yep. you. And then with, of that, 80 gigabytes is actually usable for yeah, stuff. For some people, it's even less than that. Um, like, what are you using it for? Just are you using it as a, to replace your iPad or are you using no, it? Replaced, I'm using it as my home computer at home. Okay,
2: yeah, are you taking it like and, unplugging and it, taking it to it, the couch? It, it goes, does not go to the couch as much. It went to the couch for election night and it's going to coffee shops. Are
1: you laying, to, laying in bed with it? Uh, actually, yeah, Netflix is really good on Windows 8. And like, is it get up in the morning and check email and stuff like that yeah. on it or not? That's no? still on the phone
2: because yeah. I, I need to be able to when I wake up in the morning. First thing I do is, after I turn off my alarm, is check email, delete the... That's, and you this, use a phone alarm, right? This is a phone alarm, and this is how you get to inbox zero, is when you wake up, the first thing you do is delete all the messages you do not care about. Well, it's not phone. that you don't care about it, it's it
1: don't require a response.
2: No, no, no. I, the response was I don't delete. The ones that don't require a response, I keep. But like all the spam, all the subscriptions, all the PR stuff that I don't care about, I delete first thing in the morning to get to inbox zero and you start mm. doing that and i pick and i because i am still half delirious when i wake up i pick up the i need to have something i can pick up with one hand that i can fumble around with and your well, and, can't you're, and your alarm is on your phone pound too device. right yes so go straight to the phone and then i have the just i swipe 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 and if i see emails that are important i'm looking forward to getting getting responses to like oh i got, got heard back from someone important then that helps me actually wake up it sounds like good morning toilet time no, don't Habits. don't don't take your don't take, take it to my Nexus Seven to the toilet. No, pooping, right. pooping in an email. No, no email waking no, up. No, no, Spam. What, what if someone sends you a Google Plus Hangout invite? I answer
1: it. They can't yeah. sound,
2: They see my face.
1: It's shoulders up. Are it's, you sure it,
2: about that? The angle
1: is like. Oh, I see tiles in the back. This is uncomfortable <laughs> for everyone involved. I'm going to Google Plus Hangout you tomorrow morning. We're going to we'll see what's up. All Talk right. about it. Have a conversation. iPad Mini to uh, Google Nexus Seven. It's really uncomfortable now. <laughs> <laughs> um, do not do,
2: don't take your Nexus Seven to the bathroom. It's too late for that. It's already happened. What if we were at the
3: airport and we need to go to a stall, but we need to talk about some work stuff? We can talk you to just shout? The stall. You just put your
2: foot under the if stall wall. Airport bathrooms are the places that you spend least amount of bathroom. I'm time with Norm on this In one. and out as soon as possible for airport bathrooms. And that's oh, like uh, put the bag
1: down, get to stretch a little bit. Don't ever put the bag down on the floor of the oh, you bathroom. Ha- you hang it on the well. That, no, you don't do that either because people can reach over and grab it and run. What? Yeah, people reach over the, the 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 stall door and grab the bag off that hook, and you're with and all your I pants can do down. Don't chase him with the pants. You can't. My you ankles? can't chase them because you know you you don't want to chase pre wipe. I'm gonna chase him with the pants on my ankle. You're gonna really? Bed you're bed gonna head? run out with your pants down in the in the airport? They're gonna tackle you. That's how thirteen monkeys ends. Twelve monkeys.
3: Tackle me with my pants down.
1: Yeah, but he has your bag. Does have your bag? A you don't, security
2: security if you saw someone walking along the aisle, walking along a bathroom stall, and ba- uh, the bathroom stall is an airport bathroom, and reach his hand over the top, you would do something about it, right?
3: Well, you, you're close enough to your bag on the on yeah. The, the you could grab, grab
2: it. two hands, and uh, you have got two hands of, 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 of grabbing, and you're in a, a position where you can. And pull probably, your, let's be honest, your you're weight.
1: probably squatting over the toilet. You're not. You're not cheeks on in the <laughs> airport bathroom.
2: Depends how, how many layers of paper you have.
1: I don't believe in the layers of paper. I think that just makes it worse because that's going to conduct any moisture away. Like if you need huh. to wipe off the seat, then you should you you should hover. You do not want to be touching. Hovering that doesn't sound it's squatting. Not comfortable. I squatting like I, like full full like horse pose. I don't know what horse pose is, but basically, like like Asian squat toilets is what my move is. I don't stand on the seat or anything; that would be weird. Do you bring like little like little braces for yourself? For your like oh, I, have, I have good good squatting strength. <laughs> well,
3: so in, in Italy when I was I was going through there, they had some public toilets that were just like two just holes.
1: Yeah, the holes yeah, feet like with the two, hole. two
3: like footprint that kind of yeah. wedge your feet. Yeah, they
2: have a, in a lot of countries. Yeah, that's all it is. It's just a hole. It's there a is no toilet. there is no support system. Yeah.
3: It's supposed to be better for you or easier yeah. or something. What? Yeah. Supposedly, yeah. supposedly it's, it's Fewer so the what if way they you're handles? supposed to do what
2: if? What if you're supposed to bring your own hook and you squat, but you hold oh, like on to— like you have to, a rope that you hold on to? Not, not a rope, but maybe like two metal hooks that come down from the ceiling. Like two handles and an iPad. Hand- what the fuck are
1: you trying to get out, and then, man?
2: And then you hook on <laughs> so you can like at least brace yourself up. So you don't have to use a as p- much— A piece of wood to bite on? <laughs> right, right. you take your shot of Jack Daniels and bite down on this bullet. So, so you don't have to use so much torso and 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 it's a good body. time to work your core, man. Do a little, do some twists. Okay, all right. So, so you know, so in that case, if someone grabbed your stuff, I'm ready to you go. You would be in a tough situation with the squat because you either that guy could let go and you could go
1: straight into the toilet. Well, I mean, I'd rather have my bag and go in the toilet than lose my bag. Yeah, I mean. It's these are the difficult decisions we face every day yeah, in the modern world. this could all be world. solved, but there were
2: lockers outside bathrooms. Why would Quick you need to use lockers
1: to throw yeah. your bag in? I just leave my bag on the top of the Rolly bag usually, so I bring that into the stall with me. Oh, you bring a Rolly bag in there? Well, what the, the rolly, rolly bag, bag was, goes was, into the stall with huh. you? How else? Where am I just to leave it outside unsupervised? If you, know, you see an unwatched the, the, the bag, the real lesson is: do not use the stalls in the back. It, yeah, I mean, never poop in an airport yeah, is good yeah. life advice. Well, you yeah, got two hours and you.
2: Dude, flight. And you know I, like I'm going to go ahead able, and tell you, it has to be a real emergency for me to poop in Condition your body to just get extract all the, the fluids and just. Do you do Tense it? Up. Hold on. Do you, you do like a pre-focus pre- your chi and <laughs> focus your chi and, <laughs> and, and trash compact that within your your digestive
1: tract? Do you do a pre-flight cleanse, Norm? I do no. a pre-flight cleanse at the airport.
0: Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, I'm never going to be able to... When you say, hey, I'm going to run to the bathroom back in a minute. I'm never going to... <laughs> wow. Oh, oh, this is horrible. Um, yeah. I don't like pooping in the
2: airport. That's the takeaway. I oh, don't know it got to the pooping in the airport.
1: Uh, well, we were talking about the yoga. <laughs> <laughs> it is, I guess I guess squatting is a yoga pose. Yeah, exactly. It's the, it's the yeah. tiger limbs. Yeah. Downward... No, that's Something. different. You don't want to do a downward <laughs> facing dog in the in the in the airport. Uh, let's talk about the Fitbit Zip. It's this thing right here. It's little and screen. It's, well, it's tiny. Yeah, it, I haven't changed the battery. You had to charge it yet. It uses a watch battery. What if you swallowed that? I bet I. I don't think I. I, I Turn it be, on. swallow it. Would it be more, more accurate or less accurate? I think it would. I don't think it would last very long. The word on the street is that these don't survive the wash. Oh. Um, which is a little tricky, but it fits in your watch pocket. It fits in your watch pocket or your jeans, which is really nice. So you just slide it in there. You mean the the quarter pocket, the coin po- pocket. It's the watch pocket. It's for your pocket watch.
2: It's it's for coins. No, it's for it's,
1: it's for a quarter. F- it would be really hard to get quarters out of there. It's some it f- the fifth pocket. Fifth yeah. pocket. Yeah. The fifth yeah. pocket. It's yeah. for your it's for your watch. Your pocket watch. Pocket watch. How was pocket. for, for like quarters and screws? Yeah, exactly. It's for quarters. What the hell is wrong with you people? It's clearly for wa- yeah. for pocket watches and paper clips and. You put paper do – you, do you find yourself in need of paper clips so frequently, Joey, <laughs> that you have to keep them in your, in, your, in your watch pocket? I end up with them sometimes. Hmm. Uh, yeah, so uh, it's basically a pedometer. It doesn't have any of the other stuff. It doesn't have the sleep sensor or any of that stuff from the other Fitbit stuff. Uh, we'll do a quick look at some point. We're kind of backed up on products right now. Uh, it syncs directly to your phone, so you don't have to use the weird Fitbit dock that you have to use on the old ones. Uh, and I think it's quite good. I love the idea that you don't have to charge it every uh, – Every, every you know, three, seven days or whenever the old one had to be charged, which made a big difference. Um, and you can see the battery level on your device. This one has been using for about a month. I've been using it for about a month and a half now. And the battery level is still 100% full. And I can update it if there's a new firmware over the internets. That's pretty cool. And it goes straight to the app, and then the app uploads it to their website and all that stuff. So theoretically, you can track your weight with the scale, your activity with the zip, and then you type in the food you eat. And you know all the stuff you need to know to know exactly how much weight you should be losing or gaining or or whatever. What's this? The Fitbit zip? Fitbit zip. And I think it's like 50 or 60 bucks, which seems like a pretty good price for that kind of thing. Um, iPad mini. I still really like it. I think it's awesome. Uh, After further use, I want to talk about battery life. I am up to about three days... Seems like from my normal like, uh, email in the morning, reading and stuff at night, a little bit of use midday at the office. Um, seems like that that's easy. Three days before I before I get to twenty percent, and feel like I should plug it in. That's good. It's really nice. Still don't like the case. Norman Chan, mm-hmm. what do you? You have something in your hand right there.
2: Uh, I have a new camera. It's a Sony Arcs one hundred. It's got it yesterday. Is this it's a point product. and
1: shoot or is this a mirrorless? It's a point and shoot. So you that there, there, lens is fixed. It is. fixed. Fixed, absolutely it, fixed. There big... are
2: mirrorless cameras with fixed lenses as well. Uh, this is a, a, a large sensor point and shoot, expensive but um, large sensor. So is this is on. this like competing with that Fuji X one hundred and those kind of cameras? Uh, no, it's purely a CyberShot point and shoot. Really good image quality so far. Uh, Twenty megapixel camera, and I will be. I used this yesterday at a Louis CK show, and oh. got some good photos.
1: Is it a bigger lens, a bigger sensor than the than the Smaller. NX cameras? Smaller. Okay. Yes. Um, how was the Louis C.K. show? It's good. Is I it want to spoil it because Joey, Joey's going tonight. Going to oh, night. okay. Did you, do, did, you, did you do two shows a night or is it one show a two night? Two shows a night. Wow. That was rough. Yes. Four
2: shows in San Francisco. Sold that's, out. 2,300-person room.
1: That, yeah, they, but that's your second trip to Davies Auditorium in, in yeah. uh, two nights, huh? Two nice. weeks. It's a nice auditorium. Yeah. I saw the Zelda Symphony there. It's a really like nice. Acoustically, it is a very quiet room. Like when you're sitting there when when we were waiting when we were seeing when we saw pop up magazine last week, people like in the quiet parts of those talks silent like it just eats sound. it was really cool
2: um it's because it directs you're only supposed to hear wherever you're sitting whatever's coming from the stage,
1: yeah no you know, you're not supposed to
2: hear anyone else in the audience unless there's someone loud sitting in front of you cackling, <laughs> which is bad. Somebody's what do you do in that situation when someone is sitting... Ruining uh, your experience? I guess for a comedy show, you kind of have to expect it. Uh, people are laughing around you. I mean, it's one of the reasons you go to a comedy show. Just like when you go to a concert, um, you, are, you, are, you take the gamble that the people around you experience the show in a different way that you traditionally experience a show. Um, in a concert environment, usually that is more acceptable because it's a little more social environment. But when you're listening to something like comedy which you can enjoy whether at the home you know on Netflix or in the car or over an mp3
1: or well the or comedy's a better in the big crowd because you want the you want the crowd kind of laughter so there in a li- in a live
2: comedy experience you know there's the opportunity for improv you see a lot of more of the performance uh, but also there is the crowd aspect but you cannot control the crowd just like in a movie theater it is there is there's it's, 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 it's a so- the social contract says that you are quiet in a movie theater. But the crowd is allowed to, you know, respond to the movie as the director intended. Well, depending on the Funny movie, moments, like if you're
1: watching The Pianist, and, and, you don't
2: want people yelling at the screen. Yeah, absolutely. Um, in a comedy experience, you're you're supposed to be laughing, but people laugh to various degrees. Some people laugh at everything. Some people go people their mental states, their physical states when they go to comedy shows are different. Like some people drink a lot before they go to comedy shows. Some people yeah. are there, you know, and they they want to listen to everything and hear all the jokes and. You, you're you're put in a tough spot. You uh, you cannot control the people around you, especially if you're in a pre seated auditorium se- setting.
1: Well, the same thing applies to like music shows. If you're if it, you're it's, it, unless you're in a music show, you can always walk away. It's GA. Well, yeah. but if it's seats, then you're equally bone. Go,
2: who goes to seats? Come on, for a music show. Well,
1: sometimes you go to seats if you're there's, old. There's a lot of bands. There's a there. lot of venues. If you go to a symphony, then there's that's, assigned that's seats. That's not
2: what I mean by me, like when you go to if a you go to if
1: you go to the Fox Theater, there's assigned seats. Yes, I don't want to do that. Well, okay, no. but I'm saying if you go to the war field but or that's any of the, the – okay,
2: that, that is a separate topic and that is the worst when it is – when you are in the GA, which is awesome, general uh, mission. Well, GA is fine unless you're short. Uh, short, sure, and then you get really early and try to get to the front. And then you turn around the, the balcony and you see like the four people standing up and doing the, the old <laughs> guy dance. <laughs> I'm
1: like, oh, no. I love the old guy dance. Oh, I no. like doing the old guy dance. Oh, no. Um, I awkward. almost – like the only times I've ever almost gotten into fights in public areas have been because of GA encroachment, like where you get there early and then some motherfucker comes in at the end of the show, like right yeah. before the show so, starts and tries to weasel into or, the space you clearly or, or snaked or out. show
2: and they do the snaking of the people. Yeah. Right? I mean there is social etiquette in terms of like between sets. There is a general tightening up of the GA area. It gets a little more dense and then it is your responsibility to fill in the gaps. If you don't move, if you don't help pack it in – and you stand still, you don't expect
1: to retain your spot. No, no, no. But, the, but then there's the overpacking. Like People want the better spot, and they encroach in your clearly yeah. personal space. Yes, yeah, so then, then the elbows start going.
2: Yeah. Um, but in, in that situation, it, it, it's like mob mentality, but in, in a concert space where you're standing, or also in a comedy environment. A comedy environment is kind of like a mix between a movie and a yeah.
1: concert
3: yeah. in a way.
2: Um, I want it to be more like movie.
1: Like you wanted to silent appreciation not of the comedian, silent,
3: but like like you said in a, in, a, in, a, ha, ha, in a in a theater when you're watching a movie, there is a there are moments very specific like beats, beats, and just the, a a manner in which you
2: you react yeah. verb- verbally or you out don't, loud. Don't like go yes, that's that's a joke. Yes, oh my god, I'm gonna repeat exactly what you said except louder. I'm gonna clap between every word. Oh, you're so funny. <laughs> well, that's
1: the, the the repeating every word you say, but louder is the equivalent of singing along with the band.
2: So take. F- yeah, I used to be okay with, with but now it annoys alone. me. So
1: you know what you do? The
2: trick to sing along with the band, because some people can't help it, is to mouth along yes. with the band. Yes. Mouthing along with the band is totally
3: fine. That's you get acceptable. Exact... a Jimmy Buffett concert, and he wants, you to, he wants
1: everybody to yeah, sing yeah. along with him. Also, and... the other lesson is don't go to a Jimmy Buffett oh, concert. Those are fun. I used to really love Jimmy Buffett, but when you go back, it's not the same.
3: Um, Skyfall was a good example of, of someone kind of breaking that theater etiquette yeah. where that there was one person that for some reason would just clap at things.
2: Oh that was such an awesome like, thing. Oh that I got tortured.
3: Woo oh. and nobody else would maybe he wanted everyone to jump in with him and start clapping. You don't want to be the
2: woo
1: guy. There
3: was a weird There was a weird reaction with that guy. Um yeah. so what happened to Lucy K.
2: Oh, it's it's, it's terrible because you can't tell the person in front of you or behind around you who's making the terrible awful noises to shut up because if you do that <laughs> then they, they they're you're the okay. asshole. She, no, not only you're the asshole but it provokes them and it makes them well, it could provoke them. They might be you might shame them. It Might ruin their. Experience. I don't think you can shame that person. The only person who can shame them is the person on stage, hmm. and that occasionally will happen
3: when alcohol is involved. Something like that. Exactly. Starts. Like, you're they, in a
2: lose lose situation. Yeah. Did they
1: serve drinks? Was there an open? Was there a bar before the show? Yeah, there's a bar outside. There's a bar okay. outside. Yeah,
2: you get wine and stuff and uh, four dollar twelve ounce cokes. So, so what,
1: they're probably somebody who drank beforehand. And yeah, he drank
2: heartily beforehand, and you're just in the tough. You just kind of have to phase it out and.
1: Like you can't move. You, you don't. You can't be a bitch. Is the problem? Like that's where but it boils down to. Is if you complain, you're a whiny little bitch. You can't complain. You've got to tough it out. But yeah. You do
2: psychologically go through all the mental motions of, oh my god, I want to strangle this person. Yeah, annoying. And if if there were no laws, I would stab this person in the face. Or I just want to whisper, "There's a bomb under your seat," <laughs> and then, <That laughs> then let them really deal bad. with it.
1: Right? Let them deal with it. Um. I don't know. When I was at Shoreline for that bridge school thing a few months ago, they have narc out. They have like a text address you can use to narc people out. Oh, oh if for, only hey.
3: Alamo Draft House. If stuff. Yeah. only you could.
1: Oh, I would love to narc so, someone out. So like, I, I was like, like, there's not much you can do to annoy me. Like if you step on somebody and loaded, don't apologize. <laughs> but like the people in front of us were smoking cigarettes in uh, like in no, the no. in the thing, and I'm like. There's certain types of smoking at concerts that's accepted and appropriate. <laughs> yeah. And you kind of like, you, you pay your money to see live music. You expect that to happen, right? Smoking cigarettes in a giant crowd full of people in a, in a state where nobody smokes in giant crowds of people anymore. A little bit rude. I'm going to go ahead and say that. I'm going to cut you after the show. <laughs> <laughs> it gets really dark. I know it's your mom's really, phone number. Really, really dark. Yeah. So that ruined the show for you, Norm. Were you able to move beyond it? I moved beyond it. Okay. I moved beyond it. Yeah. The Um, the funny outweighed the the annoying. Do we want to take some questions and uh, and call it a show? Sure. Uh, Anything else we've been testing, Joey? Anything you want to talk about? Android 4.2.
2: Have we had Joey on since we put up uh, some high speed video? No. 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 We should talk about the high speed video. Should we save that for when everything all all the videos out? Oh, whatever. What do you guys want to talk about? Let's save it. Let's save it so we can have a proper behind-the-scenes post um, a, a postmortem. More, um, At some point, I want to talk respect. about the
1: B, too. The B is my favorite thing. Uh, okay, so I'm going to play music, and let's take some questions. We've got a couple of good ones this week. Emails? Well, but we do the other one. ones. Emails. It's, we don't do emails, we do... emails. No, 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 no. Questions? Boom. If you have a question for This Is Only a Test, the email address is uh, podcastattested.com. Here is the first question.
2: Hello, Tested. With the time of gift-giving upon us, many people are replacing old with the new. I'd like to do something more positive with my old Kindles, iPods, etc. than just having them scrapped. Is there a reputable charity that you can recommend to donate working but socially expired hardware to? And in honor of a deaf friend who has to choose both, would you rather experience Star Wars without ever hearing the music
3: or the effects? Thank you.
1: Without ever hearing the music?
2: No, I would go without hearing the effects.
1: Pew pew pew! Pew, 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 I pew, think the pew. score is so You wouldn't essential. hear Chewbacca
2: So He's would hear effect. dialogue? Okay, I would hear all dialogue but no alien you would, effects You, or, you would okay. not hear <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. And you know what, like the TIE Fighters So so much of like the TIE Fighter is the <clears throat> <clears throat> but, And even <clears throat> Yeah, it's important but I think the music outweighs the effects in Star Wars
3: so would it just be c 3 po talking to a quiet robot? Oh, that's
2: even better. Oh man, it's like <laughs> it Garfield without name? Garfield. What was that R two? <laughs> it is Garfield without Garfield. Yeah,
1: yeah. See, that makes oh, the movie better in some ways. Oh wow, and no Jar Jar level. at all. Well, no Jar Jar is just a voice, I guess. Mm. I, yeah, I would, I would kill the music. I, the John Williams score. I'm, I, yeah. it was wonderful twenty mm-hmm. years ago, and I'm done with it. Nope,
3: yep. yep. I think. I
1: think if you wanted a more Star Wars experience, I think you need the sound effects over over the think? score. Just the uh, score. It, look if if it's if there's no lightsaber if there's no lightsaber sounds. Those scenes are really really going to look dumb. Yeah,
3: a lot of the scenes would look really weird without or sound, really
1: weird. <laughs> without yeah, no Wilhelm scream, no stormtrooper like falling the, the, off into the space. Like I like
3: the the Darth Vader just that presence of
1: but breathing. No, that's an effect. I
3: mean, that is. I, yeah, I don't know. Where, where, where's the line? That I mean, is what, it. What do we? There's any
1: fo- uh, No foley sounds. So Chewbacca goes away. Um, Wait, Darth Vader breathing is not some guy breathing in a mic. No, it's, Darth it's, Vader it's breathing specific- is an effect. It's a. It is. Uh, it is uh, 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 a scuba respirator. <laughs> it's a real specific sound effect. So th- that that means Darth Vader would not make that noise. When the stormtroopers talked and they sound like they're coming through a radio, that would just be a dude saying, TK four two one, why are you not at your post? So you needed
3: to completely eliminate just the filter. I think
1: all the filters are gone. So Darth Vader would just be a, <sighs> yeah. Oh, I no, here comes yeah.
3: Darth Vader. I mean both both are tough to lose. Yeah. But one I would say would would represent Star Wars a little more than the other.
1: Lightsaber noises, man. Yeah. Lightsaber the, noises.
3: The TIE fighter screams, the
1: uh, what about places to donate tech, old tech? I usually hand stuff down to family members and stuff. So that's how I, – I don't know where it goes after that. Um, typically, boys and girls clubs are good for that kind of stuff. They do auctions every year in most places I know. Um, you can check with Goodwill and those kinds of places, but they're sometimes a little tough on electronics. They don't They don't know what to do with that stuff necessarily. Um I I also like to sell used stuff. Like like if it's a two years old, there's a massive market for year and two and three year old electronic stuff. So you know you may not it may not be a charitable donation, but at least you're putting it back into the uh, ecosystem rather than the landfill. Amazon yeah, credit, yeah, Amazon credits not bad either. Um, anything else? Nope. Check check the boys and girls clubs so though. That's a that's they do they do a, a, a good stuff with that usually. So I just use things till so they break, which is apparently often. Yeah, but if you wouldn't drop it so much, it wouldn't break so much, Joey. Uh, We've got one more question. I'm going to play it now.
3: Hey, Tested. This is Michael from Denver, Colorado, and my question is regarding laptops. I'm going to be studying abroad in Spain next semester, and I'm going to be getting a new laptop for Christmas. Generally, I'd be interested in trying one of the new Ultrabook tablet hybrids like the Nilova Yoga, but I'm concerned with the reliability of Windows 8 and these new hybrids as a whole. I'm not worried about getting something fixed or replacing parts myself in the States, but because I'm going overseas, I need something I can trust to work well for five months. Because of that, I've been looking at the 13-inch MacBook Pro. Do you guys think this is the most reliable laptop I can get right now, or is it worth it to try one of the new hybrids? Thanks, and always be testing.
1: Um, that was really noisy. I apologize. Uh, I think that uh, most reliable is a really hard thing to judge. I think if you buy a new laptop uh, from a... And you top you, you topped your oEM someplace that can be serviced locally in spain i don 't think they're going to break in five months i don 't think it shouldn 't so. but don't. if you drop it or something like that, it could i mean it 's not out of the
2: question i mean same thing with macbook airs and
1: well anything that's that 's my yeah. point is the thing those, to are, do- those are not those are even less
2: serviceable than most, well, he said, pro. "Laptops."
1: The thing I would say is look, look and see who sells laptops where you're, where you're going to be. That like, who services, lap, who has service centers for laptops that you're looking at,
2: and what are the type of problems that you expect to
1: find fault with, like storage? Is it screen? Is it right? And also, don't buy it two days before you go on the trip. You want to use it for a couple of weeks. So, if you do happen to get a lemon or have a problem with it, um, make sure yeah, you have it's time. It's more to replace likely that it. you get
2: a lemon than it conks out five months later,
1: yeah, or four months later. Um, also look at, like it, I wouldn't buy an Apple laptop to take there if they don't have Apple stores to to service stuff while you're while you're there. So look at look and see if you can get Lenovo serviced if you can get Dell serviced, whatever. Um, and that'll do it for questions. It's podcast at tester. Check the audio quality before you send the question, and uh, we like getting would you rather's or hometown Trivias. Uh, and I guess that'll do it for us this week. Norman Chan, Joy uh, Joy anything to plug, gentlemen? No. Tested.com. dot Check
2: Tested.com after later this month.
1: Um. <laughs> That's real. Sp- <laughs> yes. You should also check Tested.com tomorrow. Uh, are we doing a podcast next week? I think we probably should. Don't Thanksgiving? you? Yeah. We can do a short one. Um, or we could do a live at my house on Thanksgiving Day. Let's not do that. Come on sure. down. That's not going to happen. Um, yeah. So for Joey and Norman Chan, I'm Will Smith. We'll see you guys next week on another episode of This Is Only a Test. Today's outro is brought to you by Jack Bauer. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Today's outro is brought to you by KJN. Hi there, I didn't see you. That's it. I think it's really funny that you have buffalo sauce on your dress. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Now I know it's called Jack Bauer. Um. Do we want to do what? We, what, what? Uh. What? Are, can we talk about sandwiches? I'm really hungry. So let's not. Let's just get <laughs> <the> Come on. <sandwich. laughs> let's let's talk about sandwiches a little bit. Oh my goodness. Give the people what they want.
2: I'm so hungry. So
1: what? we did that with bathroom talk. I don't think people wanted comedy show talk. murder. <laughs> um. Would you use the narc the narc address at the like? I thought about narcing them out the people that were smoking cigarettes, like real tobacco cigarettes. Just to be clear. I that is not something worthy of narking it is, they have no smoking signs that are fifteen feet high all over that 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 venue. is that is does it affect your experience yes it smells terrible cigarettes are one of those
3: things that it does it does I, smell and stink. if it's was well,
1: it outdoor or indoor outdoor kind of it we were in the indoor part of shoreline is if it's outdoor i don't give a fuck. it was stagnant air and my pregnant wife was sitting right next to me. okay
2: Then that's a special yeah. circumstance yeah
1: I mean, I don't think, like, just to be clear, I don't think that being around cigarette smoke for two hours was going to actually hurt my pregnant wife, but it made everyone around us uncomfortable. If they are being jerks about it, yes, yes, then you knock. If they were smoking cloves, I probably wouldn't have minded. (laughs) Those smell kind of nice. Crack? Crack, I probably, it's a real acrid, awful smell. They're smoking weed, I don't care, that's fine, whatever, it's a concert. You assume... Hold on, what's Pixie Dust? I actually don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> Bath salts I probably would have been against because they might turn cannibal. We didn't talk about the John McAfee thing. Can we talk about that? Yes. So John McAfee of McAfee Antivirus, who sold the company in like 1993 or 2000 or something like that a about long time ago. $100
2: million from all reports. Right. Well, he know, was also a big, he, he was one that told everyone that their computers would be infected by, what was the name of that virus? Magellan?
1: Uh, which, which, what was the fake virus?
2: It? The one that came and passed and nothing actually happened?
1: There have been a lot of those.
2: But um, yeah, he got everyone to buy into his virus, uh, antivirus program. Well,
1: it turns out in the Windows XP days, if you actually needed antivirus still, like it was a real problem.
2: It was before the days of Microsoft Security Essentials. Yeah.
1: Well, and the days of, of actually having to have permissions to install software on your PC. Um, so he's been living in Belize for a few years and uh, is wanted for murder. He's, he's one no. for questioning related to a murder. Yeah, but he's on the lam uh, because he's afraid that the Belize police are going to kill them, kill him if they catch him. Wow, they're rounding up his friends and cohorts and killing them, uh, uh, and questioning and arresting them. Mm. It seems like the thing that I heard that may or may not be true is that he was doing some experimental <laughs> drug work uh, uh, in a lab in Belize to make what is colloquially known as bath salts less toxic and likely to turn you into what a cannibal. What are bath salts?
3: You, what, man, these bath salts are the new thing. You gotta, you gotta try me some.
1: You
2: know, <laughs> no, <laughs> What's going no on? Joey, don't
3: try
1: I bath salts. What are bath salts? I'm looking it up right now. I'm going to Wikipedia. Like, you, you hear about the, are, those people
3: getting eaten in Florida? Yeah, I, I yeah. heard about that. I, okay. I've
1: heard of bath salts, but I do not know like what, what bath salts what are that entails. actually yeah. supposed to eat. To be. Oh, okay. So bath salts is the informal street name for a family of designer drugs often containing substituted cationines. Oh, uh,
2: so this is not actually related to like bathhouses. <laughs> like uh, in my no, no, mind, no. I was like, It's not this like some like chemical that you use in like a sauna or something or
1: like, is, is it in pill form? Uh no, no. So they're crystals. So um, no idea. the effects are similar to amphetamine. You know, you know how we know we're nerds. We just look up <laughs> money laundering on the internet. Um Uh, which have effects similar to amphetamine and cocaine. So there is no legal use of bath salts. The white crystals – well, sometimes stuff, it takes a while to become illegal. Like that um, uh, – what's the stuff that starts with S? Salvia. Like some of that stuff is legal just because they haven't bothered to make it illegal yet. Um, The white crystals resemble legal bathing products like Epsom salts and are called bath salts with the packaging often stating not for human consumption in an attempt to be prohibited – to avoid the prohibition of drugs. But chemically, have nothing to do with actual bath salts. So they're f- synthetic, Why are they called drugs? bath salts? Because they look like bath salts.
3: How do I cook bath salts?
1: Wait, they look oh, like, like what? They look like the things that you go to bed, bath and be, or not bed, uh, um, the bath and body works. So there are actual things called bath salts. Okay, you put them in your tub, and it softens the water. And it makes. Oh, it all yeah, salt. okay, like, okay. It it's okay, okay. like okay. sea like salt almost. A- so yeah, I
2: thought that that's what those things were no. People, oh, you no, get in a no, bath and no, no.
1: put the salt in there, and or like yeah. eating those things, and those things are beating people go I don't crazy. Think they
3: smoke
2: it probably, but
1: yeah, so so yeah, they make people crazy and turn into raving cannibals.
2: Awesome, yeah, it's pretty awesome. It's just in time for World War Z. They
1: had It's
3: Always Sunny in Philadelphia recently with really that total Zombie Can- episode with uh, yeah, bath who, bath salts. who
1: who took the bath salts?
3: Uh, they went to a wedding, in one of the like one D's old boyfriends yeah like spiked the punch with basalt so like the entire wedding it was a really weird wedding and the entire all, everyone there turned into like just crazy zombies like trying to go after him it was it was a cool episode did you see the world war z trailer i didn't i wanted to i heard about it um I heard it, you,
1: I heard it was nothing like the book it um i heard fast the zombies. Zombies have you something. read the book yeah okay the zombies are fast and swarmy so like they behave like ant swarms, but, but the
3: book was the idea that they were just relentless, right? Slow and kind of relentless. I don't,
1: I don't. It's been a long time since I it's read the less,
2: book. Uh, it's less about that. It's, it's Brad Pitt, and he's supposed to be like Family Guy, a family man, and also have to be action hero. So it's like a War of the well, Worlds. No, no, yeah.
1: zombie. He's the narrator. He's the guy who goes around doing the, 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 the oral the histories. Yeah, the interviewer yeah. is what it seems like. Well, do they? Uh, the trailer doesn't make that clear. Yeah, they don't, if they, don't, they
2: don't have the oral history part, it's not going to be. As good as the book.
3: Because,
1: I mean, he was interviewing people who have been to those situations, right? He was not necessarily... He was not the guy who solved the problems. He was the guy who came around and collected the information about how different people solve the problems. But this is more of a real-time
3: Brad Pitt is dealing with the situation? Like,
1: the the trailer opens with them escaping Manhattan and, like, running to the top of a building and getting in a helicopter because he works for the CDC. And then they are on, like, a flotilla of anti-zombie... Like, the, the you know, the the escaping land, basically. I don't know. I really like that book, and I hope the movie doesn't suck. It's
2: but Mark I am Forrester. interested
1: in the swarming. Uh, the Like, the swarming zombies is an interesting idea. And they got into that in the book a little bit, especially the India segments of the book and the part where they're talking about the anti-zombie death planes where they just have giant, giant, huge piles of zombies with soldiers and a ring in the middle. <laughs> anyway. Sandwiches. You want to get sandwiches? I would love to get a sandwich. I could totally eat a sandwich right now. Or a burrito. Burritos are good, too. Is mm. my child taking bath salts? What you need to know. <laughs> oh, what do you need to know, Joey? How, what are the signs?
3: It's a big... Uh,
1: <laughs> is this a CDC page? Eating people. Um, <laughs> okay. Is that actually on the list?
3: Be on the lookout for small packets similar to those that contain moist towelettes. The packet might save for dollars only, not legal, not for human consumption, Bath salts are sometimes sold as plant food. What is this?
1: this Oh, yeah, because my orchid food looks like bath salt.
3: Kids are gravitating towards a drug in record numbers because, in part, it's perceived to be safer than methamphetamine. What the fuck are these kids reading? Oh, it does not show up on standard drug
1: tests. Oh, well, that's okay.
2: Man, it's dangerous.
1: You can find them in mini-marts and smoke shops sold as Ivory Wave, Bolivian Bath, and other names. Damn, well uh, am not giving too much information about yeah, this. Yeah, let's, let's let's not talk about bath salts. It sounds really <laughs> weird. You shouldn't take bath salts. The takeaway is don't take bath salts. Right? Yes. We all agree. Yes. yes. Is this what uh, 21 Jump Street was based on? No. The drug? That, this, you know, RoboCop, was, RoboCop 2 was about a designer drug, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Wasn't that what you? Kane uh, was yeah. producing? The one with a kid? Nuke. Yeah, Nuke. Oh. Maybe bath salts is Nuke. Nuke is bath salts. Mm. For the kids. He dove they'd love the nuke. See you guys next week.